The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo. And we're uh, ready to go for another. We were just talking about Chicago and that weird-looking mayor of theirs. And I don't care what anybody says. That Look, you can say it's diversity. You can say it's wrong to do. You can say it's judgmental. You're goddamn right. That Lori Lightfoot lady is creepy-looking. There's a reason she earned the nickname Beetlejuice. And we're four ugly dudes in a radio. Yeah, I mean, right. we're calling oh, it. Jesus. Trust me, I am a model compared <laughs> to that. A female model. You put a wig on me. and I, But that was my... She lost. She's the first mayor in Chicago history to not get reelected, which is crazy when you think about it. And I don't know... Well, they showed a picture of her last night. She, like, this is the best she could be. And, you know, for whatever reason, we can all pretend like we don't care. But we do. Uh, if if somebody, you know, Ted Cruz had that booger on his on his lip and he'll never be forgotten. And people who look funny. Then he grew the beard. If you if you have a weird look, you can't win in politics. It's, it's hard. You have to be somewhat decent looking. I don't know how in the day and age of... Uh, of uh, you know, I had a lens replacement, the uh, LASIK surgery. You have all these things where people see clearer. TV, photography, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that. How someone? What was she running against that she won the first time? Because that lady is uh, it is just a strange looking. I don't know how it happens, and I know you're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to judge somebody, and yes, you are. Nixon couldn't beat Kennedy in 1960. Because the TV unshaven, made, he looked sweaty, sweaty mess. He looked he looked a little bit weird, and like ah, Kennedy's more handsome. And since then, every president we've had has been somewhat, you know, if it's not an elder statesman, they have a certain look. There's a reason Biden spent millions of dollars to keep his hair and pull his face into a snare drum, and like he's not he's not going natural. It's because his his appearance is important for his career. Which is true of all politicians. Like you said, they got to go to you know the next level. You got to go through the star wash. You oh yeah, that, absolutely. That, get the teeth fixed. They ch- look at Kristen Cinema. Get that face sanded down. Yeah, she wasn't bad, but once she got into that, I need national politics attention. She got smoke show hot. She had you know her Warby Parker glasses. They all changed. Everything looked different. She she went through the star wash. But it's a uh, it's weird that Lori Lightfoot won in the first place, let alone got beat yesterday. I'm, I'm convinced that her opponent, like, years ago was Sloth from the Goonies. 
Because she just had, I mean, I don't know how she's the one we're like, well, we trust that face more than the other one. What was she running against? Yeah, she came in fourth. Yeah, did a guy just have an AR-15 and like a torch? Well, so Chicago, I be, probably. I want to be mayor. That could be. <laughs> she's like, at least I don't have that. I don't know how she won. It's like I said before we went on, gangbangers don't vote. That's I true. I mean, she let all the crime go crazy over yeah, there. that is true. And she had all those terrible policies. Yeah. I have uh, friends who live there and family who's there, and they're like, man. And either side, Republican or Democrats, are like, she's horrible. Like, yeah. she just mismanaged everything. So, anyway, she's out. And hopefully we never – I don't want representation to be like – if you had a boss that walked in look like that, you'd be like, oh, we're in trouble. It's a, it's a strange thing. You can't be that goofy looking and in charge of something without everybody kind of questioning your abilities. It's just a fact. I mean, everybody can act like they don't. I don't care what my boss if they're effective. Yes, you do. If you had a goofy looking you know, woman with male pattern baldness and four foot five and walking around like Beetlejuice, you'd be like, what the hell is going on? You remember those. Like, I think it was Waxman. Looks oh, like yeah. a hedgehog. Creepiest dude in the world. That's all I know him for. I don't, I don't know how he wins either. What does he run against? That guy looked like he was from Narnia. So I yeah, there's some there are some exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, our politicians have the look. People always say that he looks presidential. Mitt Romney looks like someone on money. That's why he got as far as he did as kind of adult. Gavin Newsom might be the dumbest man on the planet, and they're they're still thinking he could be president because they know they can pass him in front of America and say, "Huh? How about this guy representing us? He's a good-looking man." But I, I watched him with a. On an interview with Adam Carolla a few years ago, and at the end of the interview, after he left, Carolla actually says, "At uh, I am unimpressed. That might be the dumbest guy I've ever known." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he's not a smart man, but California is loaded with that. I watched, I, I read an article this morning, watched a thing yesterday afternoon. I, I, I'm not against the idea. I, I again, I'm a, I'm of the idea that two. Separate thoughts can live in my mind and both be okay or have merit at the exact same time. I can hold two thoughts at once. I I think that we as humans are pigs and should clean up our act because it does bad things to the planet, to us, to our existence. But I also don't think that it's end times and that everything we do is detrimental. And I think that uh, the earth takes care of itself. I'm watching this uh, lady yesterday. They interviewed her about all the storms going on in California. And here there's blizzards in San Diego. There's, and she's making it out to be that it is part of climate change and it's detrimental. And the question that they asked her was, don't you think it's pretty good for our drought, though? That's all the reporter said. Don't, I mean, maybe you're right. But doesn't this kind of problem solve another problem? Like having blizzards in San Diego and San Bernardino might be decent for a state that's been screaming for water for the last 20 years. No, it would have to do this every year for 30 years for that drought to go away. And the guy said, well, we both know that's not going to happen. She goes, you know, it's people like you. She got mad that water was on the way in masses. Yeah. And it was more like she wanted her point to be right than she ever wanted to solve the problem. She wants climate change to be a problem all the time because then it makes her right and noble compared to people who aren't. She she wants to yell, and the guy said, I, "We both know it's not. This isn't going to happen every year. This is a like once in fifty year event. We we haven't seen California's seen snow before, but this is a pretty good run here." And she was mad that he suggested that water would help the drought. Furious at him, like no, 
This does nothing for the drought. In fact, it causes more problems, like for the drought. And then they get into the problem that the fact that 80% of the runoff from the water has been bogged down by politicians in California to make it so you can't have it. So it goes into the, it's going to the ocean. It's going directly where we don't oh. need water. So 80% of the runoff of them summer storms, they're like, nope, far, only farmers in Sacramento can have this amount and only you can do this. And, all that. and most of it, while they're bitching about it, is just running into the ocean. They could so, be capturing it. So they're like, no, it did, the summer storms did nothing. And the, and the, the, the mean reporter in the little circle said, it's because the bureaucracy got in the way of that. Can we all agree on that? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? If the farmers don't have this, like, you can't solve this. This will never be solved. So oh, yeah. I, I read again this morning. Flagstaff is seeing record snow this year. Got another two feet coming in the next day and a half. Does this help Arizona's drought? No. It would have to do this. Like, Very little. Oh, how in the world does water not help a drought? What? That's on us, isn't it? Got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Don't you have to kind of have one celebration like, this is awesome for us complaining that our reservoirs and our... I think it's great. Nope, Colorado River's still empty. Never. It's never never going to fill up again. Well, I guess we throw in the towel then. Screw it. If... if if snow and rain in massive record numbers isn't going to help a drought, I got no answers for you. I don't know what else. I don't know what else we can do. You can stop driving that SUV and maybe stop uh, plugging in all your. Don't burn fires in your house when it's cold. I'm like, no, you don't have any answers. You just want to be right. You're you're not looking for a solution. You just want everyone to listen to you. It's you got little man complex is what's going on. I think you're a tiny short person and you're screaming at the top of your lungs that you're right rather than uh, you know proactive but if this isn't if if Can't what we all agree it'll be a fantastic white water rafting season oh my god we can agree that water sports and water things are gonna be better <laughs> maybe it does maybe they're right maybe this has to happen for 30 solid years for us to even have a chance to not that to me that just says we're doing something wrong when water happens and we just don't know how to collect it anymore yeah, isn't this a isn't this a small win? Yeah, can you give me a little bit instead of screaming at me all the time that my Jeep is screwing up the planet? Is uh, it better help than last year and the year before? Brady, and the year before? These are rose colored glasses. The answer to that is clearly no. You are you thirsty? Here's a glass of water. Well, this isn't going to help. It'll take thirty glasses of water. What solves your goddamn problem? And that's the nail in the head theory. I think it's because they asked a woman. They don't want to solve it. They just want to be heard. That's a therapy thing, and it doesn't make sense in therapy, and it doesn't make sense in real life, and it doesn't make sense to men at all. We try, ladies, to understand this I want to be heard thing, but I tell you what, when it comes to drought, uh-uh, we, need, we need a solver. We need a problem solver in there, not somebody that's just going to complain and says, yes, I know I have a nail in my head, but what I want to talk about are my headaches. Well, you find out the real thing that the, the flower she planted a month ago just got crushed by the uh, <laughs> right. She had a frost. She had a frost, and she's got to she's got to head over to the you know the, the nursery in a little while and go get new plants because those were not uh, warranted for for frost. God damn it! Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, watching people say out loud, "Water won't fix the drought," and then have the guy just basically say, "You got to help a little. You got to give me a little something here." No, no. Okay, who is – and she's like a scientist at Cal Berkeley. And it, w- it was more about her position being right than any possible solutions. The only solution is assholes like you, Brett, putting down your car keys and walking places. Never going to happen. And, and taking the caps off of water bottles and throwing those away. 
How are the caps not recyclable? I don't know. There's, there's, there's. That is weird. I mean, they're already there making the plastic bottles. Plastic. There's something. There's a problem solver right there. You're on my staff. There's a problem. <laughs> well, why don't we work harder to make the caps stay on the goddamn bottles for recycling? Nope, can't do it. How, How about the, this? The How? windows and envelopes. How about this? Yeah. I don't have to wash <laughs> out the Coke can. Yeah. You figure something out with that. You do it. Like, figure out how to hose it off. Well, no, then we'd be using water. Well, then I guess we don't have an answer for any of it. I don't get it. And also, how about another thing? Stop stop the production of water bottles and make people drink out of the tap again. <gasps> how dare you, sir? Oh, have you seen the pollution in the water? Oh, I see. My fridge has a filter on it. I drink out of the fridge water all the time. I can't tell the difference. I put it in my water bottles. I run out of water. I fill the water bottle up with fridge water. It looks the same. Oh, guess what? It also tastes like water, which has no taste. Did you sucking out of plastic water bottles and screaming that there's too much plastic? It, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw my head into the fire real quick. Yeah, Brett's right. Simple stuff. Pizza boxes, recyclable on the bottom, unless there's been a pizza in it. What? That's nice. What else do you do with it? It's got a little... You know, Dago on the front spinning. Yeah. Brett's uncle is on the front of it making, like, it screams. It says only pizza. It doesn't say pizza and other stuff. It just says pizza on the butt. you got to put pizza in it. Once pizza's in it, can't recycle it. Can we solve that problem? I still recycle them. I don't care. Let them deal with well, it. Well, my recycling. I look at job security. My recycling. It goes to the same spot. It all, well, they've even said that's their token scam. You know, I didn't win an award or anything for that, Brady. Shouldn't I have gotten a medal like the the Cowardly Lion or something? I was the, I was Don Quixote of the recycling thing years ago. Got yelled at all the time by people. Yeah. You're crazy. You don't want to help. But I'm like, no, I do. I just I know this isn't helping. I know the recycling thing is not helping. It's nice to separating. Five percent of anything you recycle has a chance. I don't know where all that stuff goes or whatever. They take a lot of the stuff that's in recycling and mash it all together and make like rubber and things like that. But grind it yeah, yeah but they don't have they don't do it it's not reusable in that sense what about all these tweakers stealing copper and stuff <laughs> that's got to be recycled what, what, it, yeah but yeah that's true is most yeah, of the copper gone is it still happening or have they got all the pipes but it's singular purpose, i don't know that too. video somebody sent us yesterday there's <laughs> <laughs> copper that turns into copper oh okay all right. you know but if copper was polluting the earth we wouldn't recycle it to make more copper it doesn't make sense that plastic's the problem don't throw we, away your muley cups no right yeah none of it makes sense to me None of it. I kept telling people, I'm like, your recycle bin is a jobs program. There's not enough people to sort out the issues. Once I read what isn't recyclable, I'm like, I have never done it right in my life. I've Cardboard never... box. You got to take the tape off. Yep. Yeah. It, it can't be tape. It's immediately ruined if there's a cap on a bottle that screws up the whole system. The windows on envelopes, certain paper, uh, you know, aluminum cans can't have anything in them ever. They have to be all cleaned. And nobody's doing this. No one's doing this. The ultimate hippie, maybe, but the ultimate hippie isn't drinking out of aluminum cans. They're drinking out of uh, burlap sacks lined with the sheep's gut or something. I don't know what that. Yeah, a boda. Yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, water. By the way, this just in as I continue to just jam pencils into my temple, trying to figure out how this world works. Water no longer solves droughts. Rain and snow no longer the answer for drought. I. It's fascinating to me. I'm not a scientist. Who am I to say? But the lady on TV who's on TV because she's a, quote, expert in the field. This is no help at all. This 3,000 inches of snow up there in the Sierra Nevadas is nothing at all for California's trout. 
It'll be worse next year, she said, because of the fires. There's going to be more fires now. So you can't have every, every, it's all bad. And that's because of the environment, too, is that all this snow and rain that doesn't fix droughts is just going to make for uh, more growth, which means when the summer comes along, you know, it tends to get hot in the summer, and that's our fault, too. Uh, it burns the, burns the whole state down. <laughs> that's because of drought. She should just off herself. <laughs> well, that, you know. Just hang yourself, lady. It's, it's over. Hey, what is she fighting yeah, for? There's I mean, no we're answer. D- we're done, so just just hang it up. I have there's recyclable rope. Brady, you don't understand. I have massive headaches. You've got a nail drilled right into the top of your head. Don't talk about the nail. I'm talking about my headaches. But there's a nail. You could just take the nail out of your head. No. This isn't about the nail. You don't get it. You're not listening. I know. I don't want to listen. This had to happen in the '60s and '70s. I don't think. Oh yeah. I don't think our grandfathers ever looked at a woman complaining about headaches who had a nail drilled through her skull and said, "I'm not. We're, we're not. We're not going to talk about the nail." And then actually had to sit back and go, "Okay, um, let's talk about your headaches." I don't think. I don't think men back in the '60s tolerated the "just listen to me" thing. And maybe that's wrong in most cases. But when the problem is easily solved. We're going to solve it. And I think we need to take man back and basically say, lady, I'm watching what you're bitching about. You're standing in a puddle and you say your feet are cold. I'm going to give you one solution here. You get out of the puddle or I'm not listening anymore. If you don't have an interest in fixing your problem, I'm not going to listen to you. Imagine if uh, Progressive did those commercials. Just listen, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've got a headache. Okay. I see why. It'd be canceled. And you know what's crazy? You would never go to a doctor and say, these headaches. I'm suffering from these headaches. And he's like, we got a nail jam through your head. Is that what's causing it? Like a doctor has, it, he, he's allowed to tell them because ladies love doctors. But if a guy at home says, I don't think that that's the, I, your, that giant spike you have in your brain might be the issue. You think you can solve all my problems? Okay, never mind. I'm going away. You know what I thought? Snow cured droughts. I thought for sure. I thought I learned that in like fourth grade earth science. Like, yeah, water. Drought is a lack of water. Adding water to a drought is a lack of drought. That's, I know I'm really breaking her down to bare bones here, but it seems kind of simple to me. But nope, I was wrong. More snow, more water just means worse summers. So, again, it comes back to just basically, oh, f- you, California. And they're all coming here. They're making way over here because their state's all ruined. And they're all going to live here with us with that kind of idea. You know, water doesn't fix drought. Reusing your towels does. Not washing your towels every time in a hotel. That's a big one. They've got signs everywhere. They printed up a bunch of, um, you know, table tent signs for every hotel room in California that says don't wash your towels. And I'm like, how much did that cost? How much How much waste did we do here by printing up little reminders and putting those uh, plastic shielded things that like, so, they can, so they can be reused without getting wrecked all the time so they're protected. All the little table tents. Uh, to tell everybody, you know, it's environmentally unsound to use your towels more than, or only one time. I'm like, oh, little table tents in plastic in every room and every place in California telling me that the environment is protected if I use this towel again next shower. 
And here's your pulp straws. <laughs> and here's a bunch of straws that disintegrate There's in your mouth. There's nothing worse than those. <laughs> Screw the environment. Give me a damn plastic Have straw. you ever taken one of those? <laughs> oh. Look. It's nothing worse than those. Uh, again, here's a solution. Make, because the only reason we have them is because of the wildlife. Make the straws bigger than the nostril of the turtle. There you go. Because that's what was going on. They were getting stuck in. Everybody's like, what, turtles are doing coke? No. <laughs> Just make them bigger than the turtle's nose. How are us three idiots solving the world problems? And Oh, I don't know. I mean. Simplicity. We're too simple. We don't understand the bigger picture. That's the problem. We're, you get handed that straw. You have 30 seconds to finish your drink. It's toast. We're yeah, naive. That's exactly it. We're naive with these answers. The worst part is you ever have one of those straws, those paper straws, and you, you kind of forget and bend it a little bit? You're done with the it's straw. Over. It's over. I like a nice, healthy Squirrely play straw that's got the little accordion on it. You can bend. Oh, oh yeah. Bendy straws. The Bendy straws are the best. And I've never once seen a turtle with a straw jammed in its nose that made it so it couldn't breathe. I mean, if they're going to have something stuck in your nose, a straw seems pretty good. I mean, it's it's like just a big, long nostril now. I mean, it seemed like a, I, I understand if like silly putty got jammed in its nose, it would have a problem. I, I don't get it. The turtles are dying because of our straws. Oh, so we should make it super brutal for us to have a drink now. Yes. I poured water where there was, like Lake Mead needs water. Yeah, but that's not going to cure a drought. How much water? 30 years worth. Well, we're not going to have that. Well, I'll be I'll be 80. I'm not interested. Some of that water's here. going in there right now. <laughs> right. You can't it tell me it's not. It has to be. Unless we're sucking it down faster than, you know, thousands of inches. I don't know. Years and years of, of school wasted on me. I'm trying to figure out what this drought plus water equals more drought. <laughs> How? How? Everything, Mr. Uh, uh, that weird old man that looked like the teacher from Beavis and Butthead that taught me in earth science, it, everything he taught me was evidently incredibly wrong. Water cures drought. That used to be real easy for me to understand. Now, not so much. And they had a lady on uh, the article, I think it was here in Arizona, it does nothing for our reservoirs. Sure, they'll fill up a little bit. But well, that's, that's no, stop it. You're sorry, naive. You're naive. That's you're right. excited about something. Nothing about something. You know we're going to use it, right? That's why do we make our bed? Then we're just going to get back in it. Yeah, but yeah, but why do it? Just why take showers? We're just going to get dirty again. That was basically her analysis. Like, yeah, they'll sure. All oh, this water will help, but we'll just use it again anyway. Okay, but then that just. Make us even, if you, like it kind of staves off the problem for a couple of years. No. All right. You just want to be heard. Oh, poor you. What do you want for dinner? I don't want solutions. You, you're trying to solve my problems. <laughs> Ladies, you're going to have to someday Typical come up. Woman. You're going to have to write a book about that one. I don't need someone to fix my problems. Okay, then you're talking to the wrong guy. I don't understand. <laughs> then why are you telling me? I just want to be heard. Well, you're heard, all right. And I want to think you're not crazy. So we're really having a problem with what you're saying and me not thinking you're nuts. Because I'm hearing every word of it. And I think you're crazy now. This is you. <laughs> this is not a productive conversation. That might be what it we... It is not yeah, a conversation. It's not. No, it's just you listening. And what I think needs to happen is men just go, okay, I have heard you. You have headaches get a spike in your head but we're not going to talk about that and i've heard you and now i'd like to tell you this conversation has made me have headaches 
and I think you're f- crazy. So is that what you wanted from being heard? Because now I think you might be f- crazy. My whole body has rashes since I've changed soaps. You should change back. The dermatologist gave me this soap. I don't think it's working for... You just want to solve. You don't listen. I wonder if it works like the uh, the rule of three. If you say you're right, you're right, you're right <laughs> but see three there? times. Nope. No. It doesn't. No. Cause the, unless Biggie Smalls shows up at your house because you said it in the mirror and then he starts shooting like in South Park. You say Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls in the mirror three times. He shows up, fires a gun, and goes, Who's the who said my name three times? And then he just chases butters around. You have gone back into the theory that Bob Brenly always espouses on Diamondbacks, a happy wife, happy life. Just agree with her and she'll go away. And that one reporter. Some of those guys, you see the old guy and the ladies just yapping away and they're just... Silent eating their there's food. A reason, like, there's a reason old men ahead. won't give up the newspaper. So they can they got to hide behind it. Old man can't hide behind his phone or an iPad. He's got to hide behind that paper and just... Men have never read the paper. They just they clamp their eyes tightly together while that lady that goes crazy in the, about everything that's going wrong and just shakes his head. Goes, what am I doing? And now they're like, I can't find a newspaper. <laughs> and I can't find a new lady because my dick doesn't work anymore. I'm stuck with it. Also, the laundry will pile, pile up. <laughs> I guess, honey, that sounds horrible. I don't get that one. And I know we're confusing, too, but... Not like that. Not like that. Not that, man. And you know what's crazy? If you ever try that trick on a lady, or you just start saying something, you get like a knife in your chest going, I can't breathe. Like, my left side hurts. I I don't know what's going on. I think I see a doctor about my lungs. You got a knife in your chest, you idiot! You're so stupid! They would tell you you immediately... Well, I didn't care about the knife. I just wanted to be heard that I think I'm internally bleeding to death. You never go to the doctor. Okay. I'm going to go see Dr. Kevorkian. and you keep <laughs> right. it up. <laughs> but again, this just in. Water doesn't cure drought. I watched it and I read it. And it wasn't just once. It wasn't like a one-off going, oh, this Looney Tune. It was, and then I pick up the thing and the next article I read, it's like, you know, water isn't going to help this drought at all. I'm like, God damn it. That, that doesn't add up. You might be excited about oh, not helping a thing. And if you read about what California's done with all this water, remember summertime? It was pouring rain and they were flooding and they were all, so many floods and this is terrible. And now they're getting nothing but snow. And then the one guy Still said, drought. We're, we're throwing it in the, it's just going straight into the ocean. We're, we're screwing up. We can't collect it. We've screwed up how to collect it. Somehow or another, that's your, that's your problem. Yeah. Because you're driving that SUV. Not because oh. they've made it impossible to collect. And I will that's continue. Enough. Yep. We got to tell these Californians. The second a Californian moves here. Like, I'll talk to Doug Hopkins about all these Californians that come through through real estate. And you have to tell them immediately, like, you know, you have to leave your ideas over there, right? Like, we have to start letting them know. say, hi, where are you from? Oh, I just moved here from uh, Rancho Bernardo. Oh, yeah? Did you leave your ideas there? Because we don't want them otherwise. <laughs> if you came here over here, your ideas are sticking with you as you drive. Why'd you leave? Oh, it's just too expensive to live there. All right. You better have some new <laughs> ideas then because you're not bringing the old ones over and think they work here because you'll do the same. You little... COVID. I'd rather have COVID than an uh, influx of Californians and their ideas. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. I don't want. I don't want crazy Texas coming over here either. I want something in the middle. Of course, you'll go crazy if you leave Texas and walk through New Mexico. Uh, anybody would want to change everything if you walk through that state. <laughs> what are you going to do? Enjoy the rain. It's not doing anything good. It's just screwing Didn't up they your open car. Open up some of those gated areas with all those. Uh, 
plastic barrels that w- had stuff, empty them, just leave them open, let them fill up the 55-gallon drums. I watch Life on the Grid a lot because it's a dream of mine. They do that. That's all they do, collect rainwater. <laughs> and it seems to work for years. Like the one guy had a bucket, and he's like, that, that's three years' worth of water. And I'm like, that's like 25 gallons because it's three years' worth of water. <laughs> How in the world is that three years' worth of water? Well, because it never goes empty. So he's got two of them. Makes coffee every day by scooping some snow, putting it in the... Right. Oh, oh, he had methods. And the snow, when it snowed, he was thrilled because he could go put more buckets of water in there and just fill up these. And it's easy to move water when it's snow. Shovel it into a new bucket. He, he had a storage house of buckets. And he could put them on this pipe and it would suck it in. He had just, but I'm like, life on the grid doesn't look so bad. <laughs> getting close. Like, he's getting real close. I don't know how you get it out of there. I always feel bad for the kid that's got to live with the... Like yesterday, they showed a guy. The homeschooled kid. Didn't know what he was doing. And clearly devastated by the divorce because his kid's only with him every once in a while during the show. And it was like for a day, he'd move rocks and the kid would have to go. And he, and when they did the reveal, the kid wasn't there and there's no woman in sight. So I think the divorce just destroyed this guy. But I felt bad for the kid because the one day he was supposed to show up, he couldn't because the snow was so heavy that there was no getting in and out of dad's place, <laughs> which was just a big rock box. With two cots and a rock floor, he was thrilled. I'm like, man, that woman did a number on that dude. He just escaped. He's he doesn't want to be a part of any society at all. And he even actually said at the end of it, he goes, "Yeah, the water's not ready because I got to dig a little." And he said, "So I won't have showers till like March." He didn't care. He didn't care. He's living in the woods. He's a bigfoot. And and somehow or another, it looked like that looks like a good idea. We all have that dream a little bit to just kind of escape. Be a woodsman. I would survive fifteen minutes before I'm like, "What do you mean Amazon doesn't deliver out here?" I need my elote nuts. <laughs> uh, let's get us a wake up song for this uh, dry water that's coming our way. Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you, Alliance. Excellent work once again, because it's taped. It's going to be that way every day. It is, uh, today is a celebration. Finally, us Suns fans and the city can see uh, the fruits of our trade against Charlotte, I believe, tonight. And uh, I got to tell you, I got to put it out in the ether for the last three nights. I have had very vivid dreams of Kevin Durant going up for a dunk and landing and falling down and grabbing his knee. Same dream. Not the Slim Reaper. I'm putting it out there. Because I don't want to keep that inside. I don't want that to be something I'd be like, ah! So I'm putting it out. I know. Our biggest fear, because Mikel Bridges went off for 31 again last night. So maybe he's going to turn into Michael Jordan. Would it be worth it if the guy you traded became an all-time great, but... You got a championship. Yes. Yep. What if Mikel Bridges takes the Brooklyn Nets to three championships? 
and you get one. Egg on you. Is it egg on? Is it bad? No, we you got, got one. one. Still we got it. one. Still worth it. Getting that trophy is all that matters. Because Mikael Bridge is putting up 28, 29 points a night since the trade. And he's only played five games. And you have to realize that if you kept Mikel, it would have never happened. Yeah. Probably would never have happened. At least the way things were going. He's great. I like him a lot. And I like Cam Johnson a lot. I think the just the way good. the mix was, I don't think it would happen. He was never going to be the focal point. And now he kind of is up there in Brooklyn. So you give him the ball more. But is there enough basketball to go around and make Mikel Bridges your focal point when you got Booker and clearly not? They got a pretty good team up there in Brooklyn too. They're, they're these crumbs they picked up from all their trades. Nice little nice little group they got. Not going to win much, but they got beat by the Bucks. But still, Mikel had thirty one. Giannis had thirty three. So it kind of balances back. They weren't guarding each other, but but uh, Kevin Durant tonight for the Suns, and I've had three nights in a row, and I mean the exact same dream. Good news was the blue wasn't right. So if I see that uh, that uh, Charlotte or the big CLT. <laughs> As, if that'll be on their jerseys, I it thrills me that they went with that. But if uh, if the Hornets game tonight, which is in ten hours and nineteen minutes, if their floor is dark blue, I might not watch the game. If they have the regular wood but dark blue borders and key, I may just turn it off because that's what's happening in the dream. Any other color, and my dream is false. The three nights in a row same exact thing and it is a power move it is underneath he's under he gets kind of a loose ball uh, fake steps left dunks comes down on his knee funny and then just crumbles to the ground and grabs his leg every fan's worst nightmare but the server comes out and kicks him (laughs) and sarver happens to be there in the front (laughs) row still i mean fearless this guy goes out and gives him a big fed boot in the ribs i think if you kick kevin durant you might send him into the air, and then, like, if the air conditioner's on, he'll float up there for a little while. I think you can fax Kevin Durant places. I'm pretty sure he's that thin. I'm pretty sure if Kevin Durant, he, they don't need to have him travel on the team plane. Just last second, fax him to Charlotte, and he'll get there in, like, a minute or two. He's a thin man. But the, the fear I have of this is, as a, as that's a fan, wild. That's, I know, three nights in a row. Dark blue. That's you sure all you want to awake for well, they change thinking the f- it again? They have that. Like daydreaming. That's, that's not what I dreamt of. This is what I'm hoping for. Okay. Does their floor say Buzz CLTS? Oh, Buzz City. City, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought they it's had bu- written Buzz <laughs> on their floor. It's the Pornhub Arena, by the way. I'm, 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 rooting for, <laughs> I'm rooting for that floor with the turquoise and the, and the dark black. But they also have one that's blue. They have five, so they five the floor floors. Up? Yeah, so do the Suns. They got five different floors. So there's one where it's all dark blue. Like the key's blue, the outer side's blue. And, I, and I'm like, I hope that's not the one they used. And I hope they use the buzz one. I think that would be great. I hope. We'll see. But that would be the dream. So, Suns fans, I apologize for putting that out in the ether, but I had to because I've been living with it for the last three days. And now that it's game day, it's had it again last night. Same dream. I'm like, oh, man, what is my mind doing to me? Which means I'm too invested in this nonsense. I gotta get a hobby that's better than I gotta start watching a little more off the grid. I gotta I tried to watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile last night. Impossible. Impossible. I thought, you know, the preview. Megan's got it going. She goes, That's cute. I'm like, all right, I don't care. Pop it on. Got nothing else to do. 
Watched about eight minutes of Lyle Lyle Crocodile. And they made him sing pretty. You haven't seen it yet? I'm surprised. No. I figured you and Kirby would have sat down with loads and loads of It was of a popcorn. sports day last no, night. No, well, not yesterday. Just any time. Oh, yeah. What were you watching sports yesterday? Well, no. Kirby had a tennis match. And oh. then right from tennis to uh, football, flag football. She's pl- wow. Does she go to school at all or is she just constantly Not playing? anymore. No. She's got uh, <laughs> basketball, football, sports. tennis. Is she going to go to tennis? Um, she's getting there. Is she? All right. Yeah. She's got a ways to go, but, you know, she's on the freshman farm right. system. So she's, she's working Played a little on exhibition uh, yesterday, and she'll get a little play tomorrow, but right. she's got a ways to go. All right. You're working her. You're a little Todd Marinovich dad. You're one of those and forceful dads. She is uh, throwing. They have her QB on, uh, on the flag she's, football. Really? She's chucking it. Yeah. She's got doing the, uh, a chucker. The, the coach is teaching her the... Uh, the Peyton Manning step back. Yeah. Drop back three steps. Keep forward, your feet moving. Pumping. Yeah. Keep your feet moving. Yeah. That's not the Peyton Manning. That's a quarterback skill. I know. It's a That's an insanely boring but quarterback But I just think stroke. of the uh, exaggerated one that one, two, three, Calio, move, one, Caliendo two, three, did, that little side, left. Peyton Manning quarterback camp. Back front. Oh, the camp. Yeah. I, that's right. Anyway. Well, good. There you go. I don't know if I'd call that a sports day. It's a ninth grade girl. It was, but it was five hours. Oh, my God. He watched all of it? Well, I went to the Indian School Park for the tennis, oh. and then the footballs at uh, Power and. They don't Lakos. have tennis by your house. No, it was a tra- You know, there was a travel. Oh, traveling game. Brutal. Scottsdale prep. Man, you got to get this kid an early driver's license. She is working your ass all over the place. Not worth it. Oh, sorry. And not entertaining enough for the value of the gas, I think. Uh, no way. No way that's worth four bucks a gallon. <laughs> Kids playing sports? Are you crazy? It's on the bubble, Jim. It is not on the bubble. <laughs> you have to say nice things because she might be listening. But off the air, you'll tell me the truth. Actually, yesterday, I mean, because it's new into tennis and she's really enjoying the tennis thing. And she's excited sure. for Great. this uh, Consolidate. Have her bring that viola or whatever it is and honk that out while she's uh, we got taking that one out of the way last yeah. week. Get, some, get it going during the thing so you can two for one. Literally well, kill two birds with her viola and tennis at the same time. Well, ask him about 9 a.m. when we, should, we know she's yeah. not there. Yeah, when she's not there when Kerb Herb's dead. Hell no! <laughs> oh my God, it was brutal. It's not that your kid's no good. She might be playing some dolt on the other side that makes a mockery of the whole thing. That leads us to this email. John, I know you stand by abortion. And I do too. But something goes unsaid. And that's a man's abortion rights. Oh, here we go. Ladies, calm down. I feel that if a man doesn't want a child that they conceived, a baby, whether, and he spelled weather like the rain and snow rather than the right way, whether it be a broken condom or free stuff or whatever, He should be able to go to court and request an abortion because we live in a world now where if a man wants one and a woman doesn't, he signs over rights. He still has to pay for the child. I need your thoughts. Signed, Christian Muzzy. Now, first off, the minute I read your name, I giggle hysterically and don't care about your letter. The body of your letter doesn't matter the second I hear that you're not allowed in England because if you say the word Muzzy in England, you go to jail. It's a terrible slur. It's like having the N-word for the last name. You'd have to change your last name if you ever left the States. Christian Muzzy makes everybody so uncomfortable. Packy and Muzzy make them nuts. It sounded like he converted. 
<laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he's just a real funny Muslim. The Muzzy. Anyway, Mr. Muzzy, uh, you'll be surprised to hear that my stance on abortion remains the same. However, you know the rules. You can't complain after the fact. It's a woman's call, right? It's a lady's call. Yes. So whether you want it or not, it's still her call. That doesn't mean that, uh, that that's the way it isn't. So that's the way society set it up. So you have to live with those rules. Just because you want it to be a certain way uh, doesn't mean that it's going to be. So you uh, accept, radically accept this situation and say, I don't want to get somebody pregnant. I need to be more careful because I don't have a say. I disagree with not having a say, but I don't have one. So you have to accept that. You can't. I don't think you should ever go to court and force a woman to have an abortion either, but still. I think you should go to Dr. Lynn right away. Right. If you're worried about pregnancy, there's a solution. Dr. Lynn. Broken condom. Whatever you're doing with that pre-stuff you were talking about. Yeah. Getting someone pregnant is now the ball is out of your court. You've lost control of the situation, and that's your fault. So, Mr. Muzzy. Who, anything you email, Mr. Muzzy, I will answer because I always help the Muzzies. You know, Brady, I've been a fan of that Muzzy group for yes. a long time. This family of Muzzies that bugs me all the time. Christian Muzzy. What a name. <laughs> it's a slur. But yeah, you can't do that. It's uh, the, the comparison of, of saying... Uh, and what about the other way? Well, I demand her to have it. You can't do that. Yeah. You have to. Here's the thing: you have to know what you're dealing with before you jab it. Yeah, it's one of the, the key questions on a date or on a night out drinking. Like, what are your what's your stance on abortion before you do anything? Like, hold on, before we get into this, I need to know how you feel about abortion. And women, you need to do the same because if you got some lunatic screaming that he, he's going to take you to court and demand you have one, or vice versa, you're going to have a nightmare in here. So you got to be on the same page there before that. I know that kills a lot of uh, spontaneity. Between the good Catholic and the uh, whore. But the good Catholic isn't a good Catholic. If that's where he draws the line. Yeah, I hosed her. Yeah, I, I filled her up with a cream pie. But the Lord says abortion is wrong. Like, wait a minute. That ain't working for anybody, Christian Muzzy. I think God is is telling me something we have to have. He would frown on this abortion. Well, he would have frowned on you turning her over in the shower and trying to put it in her butt, too, but it didn't seem to slow you down that day. But I think the Catholics, that's been lifted for a while, right? Abortion? Because, well, no, they no, were saying uh, birth control, even using it. Well, I think they, well, they, were, they were... It's frowned on. I don't think they're really like... They're, they're not they were saying po- don't use uh, prophylactics. They're not handling it. I think they've changed that. Nah. I don't think they're changing it so much as they just don't talk about it like they used to. I'm pretty sure the every sperm is sacred thing still lives on. Like it's all for procreation and love. Abstinence. Yeah, abstinence is their thing. If you're going to do it, be smart. But don't. That's their rule. They're not going to start going, here's some condoms. They're not. That's what they've been bitching about for hundreds of years. They're not giving you that. But yeah, that's the way it is. It just is. You may not like it. It just is. And if you've got a chick that wants to have babies like crazy, run. Run if you don't want babies. Because when she gets pregnant, she's keeping it. And then you're on the hook. And you should be. And if she 
And if you feel like I'm going to go to court and demand an abortion, you're Mengele, man. That's not right. That's horrible. You impregnate her, you be a man, and you take that next step. And But also, keep your fingers crossed that she's on your team and she's going to get herself a graham cracker and some Sprite and everything will be okay in a couple of weeks. Sounds like Christian Muzzy's going through a thing. He's got a girl on his hands that's not complying with what he thought. I thought you were cool. And again, if you're a girl who gets knocked up because your religious beliefs say you can't get an abortion, mm, and you skipped the first part. God didn't like you taking all that seed to begin with. Now you're going to start kneeling at the altar? I don't think that's a thing. Horrible choice to make. What, the abortion? Oh, it's terrible. But still, let's not bring God into it. Once you you opened your legs and took all that seed, and then suddenly you're, you know, Mother Teresa. Well, then we're going to get married. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're going to do the right thing. We should have. Well, it's too late to do that. Always know when you're naked with somebody, how they feel about abortion. I do it in men's locker rooms. It's all right, guys, before I drop my trousers. How do we all feel about abortion? Because this could get hairy in here. All right, that's enough. What? And it's funny what he's saying in the initial letter. Uh, uh, Who? Christian Muzzy. All right. I don't want to pay for something I created. <laughs> well, I don't care about that so much. He just wants he wants control of a situation he doesn't have control of. You're part of that game. He he's basically being like you. I'm not paying for this. That's basically he just it isn't even about what he created. You know how much that's going to cost? Yeah, she could hit him up for you know uh, you know back pay on dinner, and he'd throw the same fit. Christian Muzzy sounds a little bit like his middle name should be uh, Jew. <laughs> Christian Jew Muzzy. That's the best name I've ever heard in my life. I'm Christian Jew Muzzy. <laughs> You're all over the road, man. Anyway, so thanks for the email. I'm I'm hopeful I helped. But certain instances where you have to sit back, well, it isn't fair. That isn't how it should be. Well, that's how it is. So it's the same thing as, you know, drugs. I always just say that to potheads. People getting arrested for weed and it's stupid. I'm like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't doesn't really matter that's what it is so if you've got a pound of weed in your car and you get arrested your screams of this shouldn't be illegal don't matter it is and you knew that well this guy said it should be like this guy said it should be like Chappelle says if a woman wants to keep it we should have the option not to pay for it my money my choice (laughs) right I agree with that it makes you a dick but uh, we're dicks yeah Brittany Griner oh this is terrible I can't believe these strict drug laws in Russia they're they're Right. Well, they are what they are. You knew that going in, right? Yes, we knew it, but it shouldn't be. Well, it also shouldn't have been that you had vape pens full of weed in Russia, knowing that's how they punish you. You're right. It's strict. It's overboard. It's nuts. It's silly. But it is what it is. And when you break that rule, you know, they have laws in Saudi Arabia and stuff about uh, what you can cover and what you can do if you're a lady. And if you go ahead and break those laws, you pay the price. Currently, getting a woman pregnant isn't a law, but it is kind of in their court. And you're not taking them. You're not going to get a lawyer to take your side to go, I should demand an abortion. <laughs> That's not the way it works. <laughs> Good luck to you, Christian Muzzy. I'm proud of you for even asking. I'm proud of you for wandering around the earth with that name. It's great. We talked about, uh, I, I mentioned it briefly, about uh, little person syndrome, like short people. Yeah. And they proved it. Science has proven a uh, study proved short person syndrome uh, is not necessarily going to lead to more anger, 
but uh, there's a more likely to become a psychopath if you're under five foot eight and a man. Let's see, Glenn Danzig. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what else it is? More likely to become a psychopath if you're a woman under five three. So it works for women too. Women never get that short thing. It says it turns out small man syndrome is a real thing. Scientifically, they found that shorter people are more likely to be psychopaths. Uh, narcissistic tendencies live in people under a certain height. Now, uh, did that change? What? I mean, because the average height, you know, you go back 100 years. Well, well I don't think they ever measured for what makes you a psychopath. I think we had a better understanding it of when you are right? one. We I, just knock you around. We didn't care how tall you were or what led to it. We just knew yeah. you're an asshole. You're going into the long coat. Now we have to try to figure everything out. But they did, and they're like, but what they did find out, 367 people, uh, they, they did this uh, study, which is a pretty good one, and uh, the hope that the findings would lead them to understanding what happened. Participants had to complete a dirty dozen dark triad questionnaire, which is standardized for dark traits. It's a real test. Uh, they had to agree with various statements. I tend to manipulate others to get my way. I tend to be called, or I tend to be callous and insensitive. Uh, there are similar statements about their height. Which had to score. I wish I were taller. I'm satisfied with my height, and none of them answered that they were. Surprisingly, the study found both genders, male and female. And there, I know there's 300 of them, but that's the ones they focused on. <laughs> uh, had dark, dark triad traits if they were short. Uh, the traits grew, or the the likelihood of being a psychopath grew if you said, "I am short, and I'm not happy about being short." Your tendencies to be a psychopath were much higher. Shorter people, especially uh, those who wish they were taller, are characterized by traits that are likely to make them uh, confrontational and have an interest in power because they so rarely feel powerful. They always feel less than in a group of people like Brett and me and Toledo (laughs) (laughs) and others and others. I'm glad to hear the opening part. Five, seven. No, that they were uh, like saying you're upset with your height. I've never... I've never felt that way. You should. <laughs> Short men can, uh, can't demand respect physically, so they have to demand it by imposing on others. Uh, acquire resources and impress romantic partners with loudness and traits that will get them noticed. Shorter women tend to use deception to appear desirable or gain protection resources. So they basically are the helpless little, uh-oh, you better give me stuff. But that's women in general, isn't it? They take anything they've got as a weapon and weaponize it, which is smart. Like if you have big cans, you accentuate the big cans. I mean, you yeah. you, you manipulate with what your strength is. That's just being a smart person, I think. Like you know your strengths and you lead with them. If you're a short person, you have to act helpless. Or the other way around, that they're really ag- aggressive, loud. Well, that's, the women that th- are, those are lesbians. and Yeah, those usually turn into short lesbians. But like the diminutive, demure, little, tiny, I'm just a little tiny. Tiny girls always say, but I'm so little. Like they love being considered helpless and little. Then you'll just do stuff. Or tend to give them The things. natural provider. Right. It's like, well, I can, I can protect. Because that's yeah. a man's natural role is yep. to feel like I will be there for you as a provider and a protector. So how about that? So if you're under 5'8", uh, you're 5'7". I know Scott Haynes, one of our listeners, is like 5'4". He golfed with him. He's a tiny little fella. But he's comfortable with his height. I'll tell Larry. McFeely's about 5'7". 
not, he's not a psychopath. I didn't say he was. <laughs> I was just curious. A, there, was a, there was a pause there that you were like, hmm. <laughs> Brett did puffy lip nod. He did. Mm, I see, I see. <laughs> it was like, you, like like we were over in Vienna with a psychiatrist convention. Mm, yes, Larry, five, seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that explains everything. And the Shan man, too. He's got to be what? Shan is like five, five. Yeah. He's short. Ooh. Does he? He doesn't have anger issues, does he? He's not psychopathic. He doesn't fall into the category of short man syndrome. Maybe he's got some lesser than you know. He's mellowed a little bit, and I wonder also because the people we're talking about tend to be reclusive. Absolutely, both of them. You know, so I wonder if that has anything to do with like how much of that dark triad tends to go back into you know shelling up and not being part of society. Hmm. Because Chan Man certainly doesn't go and do a lot. And he likes it. It's not like he's an yeah. unhappy guy, but that's uh-huh. it. And Larry's the same way. I wonder if that's a height thing. I know if I was there height, I'd never leave the house. How embarrassing. That's it. I wouldn't leave the house because of people like me that look at him and go, <laughs> hello, Wonka. So cute. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing. So if you're a short person this morning and you're and you're pissed off at this article. Good chance you could be a psychopath. <laughs> if this article pissed you off and you're 5'6", guess what? It was right. It's working. <laughs> It's happening. You're not allowed to have weapons. Yeah, so I guess that's a thing for real. And that's short man syndrome, which short men are the ones who get angriest about. Oh, it's garbage. There's tall, angry people, too. Yeah, there's tall, angry people. But Napoleon complex. Nope, and they, pictures of Napoleon are everywhere. And Hitler wasn't the tallest guy in the world, but he was taller than, I think he was like 5'10 or so. He had some height. Although I don't know if that's a lie or not. He wore boots, too. Yeah, he, he lifted. He yeah. he definitely heightened. Yeah, the Gene Simmons boots. <laughs> Walking around in those giant boots. Hitler, every day, whether he wanted to or not, had to put the outfit on. Never saw Hitler in a t-shirt and sweats. Like, nah, not today. It's, a, it's my day off. Every time Hitler was out, he was in the gear. That's Never a, wore the same Hugo Boss <laughs> no, suit. It's just a lot of getting ready. It is a lot. I mean, his closet had to be... Just full of stuff with big shoes and boots. And it's like Schwarzenegger and Last Action Heroes, just all the oh, same, same in the suit over and over. Flat to wear, watch to wear. Same as yesterday. <laughs> well, my big boots. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's crazy. But yeah, short people. Sorry about that, but that's a fact. Nothing you can do about it. You're short. And that's the way it lives. And they even, yeah, they even said that uh, dark traits may be a part of a suite of psychological systems which help shorter people. To compete in life's great challenges. Uh, if you have to get your hands uh, on something, you have to be aggressive to do it because so often you feel like someone bigger will take it from you. So whether yeah, or not, whether or not to- they're even in a competition, they feel they have to be a certain way to get it. They feel undermanned. You know, it's like it's, you're always the underdog. Whether a big guy's going to take it off the table or not, you feel like you got to grab that thing. It's a run to the litter. The way they act around food, even when there's no dogs, is if I don't eat this now, somebody's going to take it because I don't have the power. I, I've, been, I've talked to I talked to a guy at a gym once who was just yoked, but he was about five five, huge. And he, me and the trainer both said, "It's like, man, I wish I could get that kind of growth because it was immediate, like a month and a half of this guy working, and he got huge." And he's like, yeah, so I work real hard. I'm like, yeah, you work hard. But I mean, you also have the advantage of only having to push the weight a few inches from your chest. <laughs> well, that and- dude got furious with me. I'm like, I've got long, human, full-size grown man arms. Yeah. So me bench pressing, 
It's a lot of most. Like, look at all that range I've got to cover. And I'm like, you just have to go. <laughs> and you're, those are little tiny, yeah, these little tiny pushes, which I think I could do. I have to make it just the same as you. I'm like, oh, you're strong. There's no question about it. But, you know, it's harder for me. That's I'm naturally made, uh, huge. So Schwarzenegger kind of a freak when he got into bodybuilding. He's tall. He was, he was over six foot, and there yeah. weren't that many competitors no. then. Being tall still that way. and They're gigantic still- is hard work because you have leaner muscle. It's longer, so it's yeah. harder to make it all bulky. That's why so many short dudes are just ripped in little boxes of muscles. And you tap on the head and go, you are adorable. <laughs> you just weeks real hard. You push them all the way up there, four or five inches, and then you bring it all the way back down to your little chest. <laughs> that dude got so mad. when I was just joking, too. I'm like, I have to push it so far away. Look at my arms, how far they go. Yours only go to here, so you only have to go from here to here. A foot. Maybe a foot, if you're lucky. So you only have to bench press a little bit. I've got to go, uh, practically touch the ceiling. <laughs> it's going to be harder for me. Oh, he got really mad. I'm like, dude, we were, and my trainer, Jason, was he's like, he's kidding. Although there is truth to that. The more compact you are, the easier it is to pack on size, or at least to show it. I'm like, see, even the trainer, the personal trainer knows. This dude was boiling. <sighs> I mean, he laughed it off later. but He was stronger than me, but my theory is true. I have to push so much. For, legs? <sighs> That guy, I could watch him pump out 300 of them. <laughs> like um, one of mine. Had its own wind. Had a breeze. <laughs> yeah. And I'd yell to the trainer at the end of the put, am I there yet? Because it was so far away from me. Good echo. I'm only six feet tall. You don't see a lot of gigantic dudes who are like, you know, like Kevin Durant. He's seven feet tall. There's no muscle on the guy. He's scary skinny. So it's just different body types. But, yeah, sorry, short people. That's not my thing. It's science. Of course, then again, science said water doesn't cure droughts anymore. So what do they know? All this snow, that doesn't fix anything, Brady. It's nothing. Hey, we need to hear Christian Muzzy's opinion on little people. I think I think maybe he'd take you to court for weightlifting balance. Christian Muzzy. Hi, my name's... Uh, Kathy, first name's really Catholic. Kath, Kathy Packy, Kathy Packy. I'm not allowed in a lot of countries. <laughs> Christian Muzzy wants to force an abortion on the girl he got pregnant because the condom broke. I'm paying. There's nothing more important than knowing a credit score, but right up there is knowing how they feel about abortion and a better align with you. Especially if she's a skank and you're a pig because you're probably going to do something dumb. You're uh philosophy on dating yeah credit and scores what we've been saying about the credit score for years years is uh starting to kick in i, I don't know what's going on it seems there was like a, uh the dating.com did a survey and now i mean it's really changed for the good i just uh, get yelled at for this too all my old logic is now coming to it's all happening 45 percent of the respondents in their survey reported that they plan to ask about personal finances on the first date. Goddamn right. No. Yes. No. First not, date. No. Why? I'm trying to get in there. I don't care. I'm not. You don't want to knock up <laughs> some 450. I'm looking for some relationship. No now, way. I'm not going to, obviously. Okay, Christian Muzzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, Dr. Muzzy. Lynn has when, got me taken care of. When 450 uses her burner phone to call <laughs> you to say you owe her money, she's not letting I'm you off the hook forever. And now you got 18 years of... 
You know nah. whose wife calling going, can I borrow five bucks? Nah, she's so dumb she ain't going to know my real name. What difference does it make? What are you talking about? There you I'm go. I'm not taking her to All my right. house. Right. Are you kidding me? I got rules. I'm going to that one bedroom right. apartment on 43rd right. and Indian caveat School. then. He's right. If you're not going to ask about uh, right. credit score, no phone number, no right. address, no real name. Now, if you're looking for a relationship, right. I yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. That's right. what this is about. Okay. All right. Brett. Brett's immediate fooler and, and tag it. fooler yeah. and, and, and drop her off on the street corner. <laughs> sure, I suppose in Brett's That's why world. I like the homeless. I one never third, give him my real name, my phone number. at the bar. Hey, look. You ready for this No. One? 50% said they would end their relationship after finding out their partner's 401k contributions are unsatisfactory. Their contributions or their total their end contributions. result? Their contributions. See, now there's where you got. That's you, a you start messing around with people like, how much yeah. do you have? Now you start looking like you want a piece of it because once you—I'll tell you this—once you because I've—I've had—I've had nothing and I've had something, and something starts to be—you start getting—it's just natural to start getting skeptical that somebody's after your stuff. Here's the all new people in your life want something. I get a call from a friend from 15 years ago, just the other day, and my first thought was, "What do you want?" I was happy to hear from him, but there was something in the end of this that was like, "You're going to ask me for money," and he did. Like, you can almost sense it. Like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Is everything going good? Yeah, I've never seen you doing great. And I've been, you know, this. I'm starting this new thing. I just wanted to know. I'm like, no. No, thank you. You're 53 years old and you're starting a new project. Uh, you've never been successful. Maybe you'll hit one out of the yard here at 53, but the die is cast, in my opinion. You're not getting any money from me. And it was weird. So, yeah. I, I, and that's me. That's me being real. Because back in the. When you when you're broke, that makes sense. Like you'd say, "Oh, this guy's got to get rich. He can turn two thousand into twenty thousand in a month." There's a bunch of those guys, and they those people usually tend to be those people forever. Very rarely oh, yeah. does the dude that says, "I can take your eight hundred bucks, and make it eight thousand in three weeks. Give me a chance." You'll run into them fifteen years later, and that's just growth and life experience. Another, another, and they're still doing that crap. Another opportunity happens again. Yeah, fifteen years later, like dude, if you give me, I got a mushroom farm. And this is going to take over, like these hallucinogenics. Are, so you give me five hundred bucks, I'll turn it into fifty thousand. Like you told me the same thing in nineteen ninety four. Forty five percent said they'd feel comfortable asking about credit scores Absolutely. with a new partner within the first three months of dating. Three months. Uh, it, look, if you're like Brett and you're at a bar at one thirty, there's no reason to even get to know each other. I'm right. with you on that. Yes. But if you ask a girl, hey, you want to go grab something to eat and have a night out? You're asking for a credit score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I if wanna, I see I hopes wanna, of it maybe going beyond I want to see that, what's going yes. on. How, what, what's, how much debt are you in and what's your credit score? These are people looking for relationships again. Right. This one gets me 47% reported. They would like to align on financial goals with a new partner before the relationship becomes serious. Meaning that we have the, we have the same exact ideas? I think so. Not, that, we're not joining money. No. Right. But you're like... What a, how do you know... How would you like to live your life? What kind of lifestyle do you yeah. want to live? No, I think that's reasonable. That's good because yeah. you're both uh, driven or you're both not. Yeah. And that still aligns. Right. Two people have to have the same understanding that I may be the ambitious one and this person isn't. And I'm okay with that because she's got great cans. Or right. I would like to be here in five years. Um, um, well, I still want to be in a band. And, <laughs> right. Uh, and that's women have to aligning. understand. Women don't like that. A man will take a woman that goes, I just want to be a teacher. That's my passion. I don't really care about having that. And I'm like, I'm a money guy. But you know what? That makes sense to me. We'll go together. A woman says, I want money. 
and looks at a guy that says, oh, would I want to be an art teacher in an elementary school? She's leaving. I would, I would venture to guess that most women now, today, won't give you much of a second chance if you don't have a key fob that opens your car door. <laughs> That's actually a... Never thought of it that I, I would assume if they see you fumbling around trying to get the car open with keys, you ain't, you're gone. There's no way. Like if you don't have buttons or like an, your phone doesn't control that. If you have a flip phone, she ain't sticking around. You're in real trouble if on your first date you have to put the crank in in front of the car. <laughs> well, then you're a then you're a, you got a museum piece. You might have millions. <laughs> but if it's a you know if it's an '88 Astra and you still have to crank it with a towel and like all right, if I just pull this fast and start it like a lawnmower. Yeah, I would venture to guess that most women see you with a flip phone, and I, most guys too. If you see a girl with a car that unlocks with keys or she's got a flip phone, she's a four twenty score. Not a 420 fun score either. Not like a weedy. Like her credit score and her favorite number is 420. You got yourself an unambitious pothead that's happy driving around in that Yugo or whatever. She's, she's got a Suzuki Samurai. And she's like, I don't care and find something. She's just waiting for somebody. to. She's got the Prince Charming thing. You're just going to pay for everything someday. Still has her class of 95 thing hanging off the rear. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Class of 95. That's sad. <laughs> If you're still celebrating your high school graduation 30 years later. Yeah, go hang yourself. Things were better then. The Suzuki was new. I felt good. Three marriages ago. 400 credit points. Oh, boy. Yeah, find out their credit score. That's been a theory of mine from jump. Always know that men and women know that you got somebody that's paying, at the very least, paying their bills. It shows that they've had responsibility that's it because i guarantee you somebody with a five to six hundred credit score might seem like they've got it turned around but the second you let your guard down something's coming up you know i haven't paid taxes for seven years oh christ that's coming you got the taxes you got some sort of a bill that comes due later you owe somebody on the side a bunch of money that doesn't count towards a credit score. Anybody in the 500s right off the bat, there's there's something coming around the corner later. I wonder if she's still making payments on her cans. But she's still got a terrible credit score. And she, but a good and credit she got score. Them, oh, good got credit score? 10 years oh, sure. ago. She can have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they're 10 years old oh, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. still throwing 11 bucks a month down. Right. Oh, she's yeah. ready for the lift already. Right, yeah. <laughs> these, these have to be replaced and you still haven't paid for the first ones. That's like a girl who's got an eight-year lease on a car. <laughs> At least it. Oh God! How much? Three eighty-five a month. That's not terrible. How long? <laughs> Ten <Four> years. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> Sign Manny Machado to ten years, let alone a car. Yeah, if she's paying for her own boobs, but her credit score is good, mm-hmm. well, that's great. Okay, all right. She's allowed debt. All right, so that's where I was. Kind of yeah, that, she's yeah. allowed debt. It can't be astronomical. It can't be more than she makes. It That's the first the minimum yeah. on the debt. Right. If the first like question is because, like well, two years. But even still, if you've got, you know, good credit, it means that you've got room in your, like you're not maxed out. Because once you hit that max, then your credit score starts to drop too. It's like all you do is pay minimums and your debt is humongous and what you're bringing in ain't working. So then you're, she's not going to have a good credit score. She's a minimum payer. Or he. If he's still paying for his hair plugs, you know. And he's a 580. You got no, this guy's no good. Yeah, keep an eye on flip phones, key fobs. 
That's a big one. I never thought about the fob thing. That's good. If you've met a girl right now and she's like, hang on a second, and she's drilling the thing into the side of her car, like, what are you doing? Why are you poking holes in your car? Gotta get in. Oh, God. What year is this thing? 97, Taurus. Christ, run! <laughs> it's not even one of the good Tauruses. It's not the fast one. Yeah. And it's not well taken yeah. care of. Anyway. Life lessons. I've been teaching that one for a long time, but Dave Ramsey can suck it. I've been doing that one for 20 years on this show. Get your credit score. But he's, his deal is bailing those people out. Right. My deal is ignoring them forever. <laughs> don't, don't get in that situation. Right. My deal is, well, you're in it now. That's not yeah. my problem. Bye now. Because all you're yeah. going to do is ask me for money. You're a, you're a friend that uh, goes for loans. Oh, I've had real good friends that make movies and ask for money. And I'm like, you're... F- 48 years old, and you're, I'm going to make this movie. I'm like, not on my dime, you're not. You know, and I'm, I'm rooting for you. I hope it goes great, but I'm not going to be the idiot that jumps in on this because basically it's a passion project. You're not sure. getting anything out of this. I'm not supporting your passions. That's your job. You figure that out. I'm not financing your dream. I better have some ROI on that, kind of guaranteed for a friend's investment. I've done business deals that have gone south. The pandemic kicked my ass. I had two businesses I got involved in, and both of them went, you know, they're still around, but they went in the crapper. We had a jump and then a die, and that happens. But it didn't break me, and also, I didn't ask for anybody else's money to do it. That's dangerous. You had your restaurant. You asked, you know, you had people buying shares under the understanding, hey, this isn't a, this isn't a comeback. This is an investment. Investments happen. Loans are different. Yeah, people asking for money are, oof, that's a tough one. You know, I've had Toledo do it. He begging me. Good thing I didn't either. Just that lady. And my one complaint, he asked me, he said, you know, my, my wife and I at the time, and he asked me for that, and I'm like, what happens if you guys split up? Well, that's not going to happen. Like four months later, they were divorced. <laughs> yeah, was, she'd owed me a ton of money, and I'd never gotten that back. And I'd have been looking at him going, you deadbeat. And I, I wanted to kick him in the face. He understood. It was the right thing to do. It was a fun day, though, having Toledo beg me for cash. He's like, Tough. I don't want to do this. Eh, maybe. I don't know. It's easy for me to go, okay. No. <laughs> You're not going to bail me out? I can't. Because it wouldn't have been him. He was fine. It was his child and his family. And I'm like, I'm not interested in that. That's your problem. <laughs> you should go to court with Christian Muzzy and try, yeah, to, get Muzzy. This thing, try to get this thing eradicated. <laughs> By the way, the most fun you can have in the world, I have a big pile of, uh, I did this last night, uh, a big pile of uh, firewood up against my back wall. I didn't know this about scorpions. You can play with them when they're asleep. They don't wake up when it's cold. When it's cold, yeah. They're very, they're super slow. Touch them and twist them around. And I had these gloves on and I, 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 go out, I went out to get it. And I'll tell they you don't the, like moving. They don't want to do a thing in the no. cold. So I, I took the wood and I just smash it against the wall because I know they're in that bark. It's a bark wood. And I mash it up and then I'll get the black light and I'll hit it. And there's like six of them in this one. And I went to grab it. And I'm like, ooh, there's one right there. And I'm like, wait a minute. I touched him. And he didn't budge. Sleeping, bro. <laughs> he was out. And I flicked his tail. And I pulled him out of the thing, and I threw him on the ground, and I batted him with... I had these gloves that you can't get to, so I wasn't really afraid. Normally, I'd be scared to death. I hate those things. And I'm batting him around. I lit like 20 scorpions on fire last night in their sleep. I got one the other night, and he wasn't... They don't move. I showed uh, 
uh, well, Dr. Tooth, he'd never seen one. A scorpion? Yeah. And it, I didn't think it would be out, but it, you know. I had that one that I brought the wood into the house and put it in the fireplace and hadn't burned it. And then a couple of days later, I'm sitting on the couch and I see a lobster crawling across the real slow. He's like, it's, you know, it's 72 degrees in my house. He's like, is it summer? Like he's, <laughs> he's hung over. He's a little bit goofed up. He comes crawling out of there. And when I put my shoe on him, just dropped a loose shoe, it, it went and he exploded. Like he's so full of whatever he ate last summer. And that dude loaded up. He was gigantic. Gigantic. I, I probably should have put them in a pot and boiled them. That thing looked like it had meat. <laughs> I should take a picture of when uh, finally uh, Ronnie's like, put them out. So I did, and it was on a circular patio. You don't kill them? I did. Oh. It was the most perfect splat. Oh, it's the best. It was like someone made a flat poster yeah. of the scorpion. Everything kept intact. It's- I have got to be, like, when scorpions see me, they it, 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 I'm Hitler to them. I torture them. I do terrible stuff. I, I like when I found out you can just peel the bark back and pour them out, and they're they're dizzy and messed up, and they don't they, they like sting all over. They, they don't even know what they're stinging. They're you just see their tails it going. Just, yeah, you can flick them. They're slow, and I just a little uh, lighter. And I was lighting them real slow. I'd light their tails on fire. I used to cut their tails off in the summer and punch them with a boxing glove on the wall. That was the most fun because they just explode all over. But uh, last night I was burning them. I think I could hear them screaming. <laughs> it was so satisfying. So then I took them in the house, put them in the fireplace, and lit the fire. And I know they're in there. And I was happy to see that the big log from the fire last night was still kind of orange this the morning. The scent of scorpion oh, in the air. The best. <laughs> but because I've killed, i got to be pushing 100,000 at least just with my hands. Not to mention the poison that I put all over the earth every month to make sure that they don't come back. And I've done the, you know, the house. I've I've got it scorpion proofed, and I've done a lot of things to kill them. Um, the last week, I uh, it was stupid. I went in to move some firewood. They're in there. No gloves. I always. Wear I always. Risk. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. Scared to I shake the log a little bit, yeah. but it's still. I'm horrified by them, but I feel power when I can't get stung. But I have a feeling one of these days. Like a fifty thousand pound scorpion's going to just be in my backyard, and it's gonna, it'll be the, it'll be the end of me. <laughs> but I hunt. I have to be pushing hundreds of thousands of killed. I, I it's I love killing them. I love it. It's the closest I am to one of those five foot six inch crazy psychopaths. I am. <laughs> I cannot get enough. You know how they feel. And I didn't know this till yesterday. And I've been killing them for well, – the house that I'm in now was the only house I've ever had scorpions in my life. I didn't know until yesterday. And I don't recommend this for everybody, and especially without those big gloves, which evidently they can still sting through, but chances are they'll just sting the glove. Um, they're rubberized leather. There's rubber inside and leather outside. And they're getting through that all the way with that little baby sting. Yeah. And, uh, but you can pat them around like a cat. They don't know what they're doing. Like you wake them up from this ice cold and they are – dumb and cats do it when they're fully awake cats love playing with them just stomping them and flicking them with their feet yeah cats just know the business end of a scorpion they just don't hit that thing uh, the rest of them's useless that was me last night stand in the backyard and then i grab a piece of wood and uh, if michael and troy were home they'd have seen me in a pair of shorts and a sweatshirt with one piece of wood going <laughs> running all the way back into the house <laughs> just in case one was on it I'm still horrified by it. Man, oh man, winter scorpions. 
go get some firewood, put it in your backyard while it's still cold out, and then go play with them because they're dumb. Having a couple of days that uh, hit oh. 70 or 71 moves them a little bit, and then it gets cold again. Yeah. It's the good mix. I was kind of like uh, that fourth episode of Dahmer. Where I had the the zombies, <laughs> just playing around with them in the backyard. Like, what are you doing? I'm going to kill it, but I'm going to take my time. I was torturing them. Cut its little feet with scissors, <laughs> and just let his little body sit there and sting itself. Like, what's going on? And all the other ones under the bark had to have one eye open. Like, see what's happening to Steve out there? This guy's insane. But I can throw these logs up against the wall. So hard. And it rolls back, and I put the black light on it. They're still under the bark. Like, nope, we're not going anywhere. That is amazing. Man. And I stomp on it where they are, where the bark is, nothing. And then you just peel the bark back and brush them off, and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Little sex zombies walking around stinging themselves. Oh, it's the best. It's become a pastime at my house. Summertime, somewhere in June, I go out, do a wall kill. And, man, now that I know they're in that firewood, forget it. And now I'm going to poison them and then punch them while they're stinging themselves. Then punch them with a boxing glove. Anyway, that's just what I do for fun. <laughs> good times. <laughs> All right. It's good times. Credit score 820. <laughs> <laughs> Still not completely lost. It's, uh, you know, it is that. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right. Uh, time for the wake-up song. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Two feet of snow going to be happening up I there. I mean, it's ridiculous. So. Your ski headquarters is obviously Action Ride Shop. You need to get, uh, need to rent some, need to buy some, need to get some repairs done. They're going to take care of you. And again, like I said yesterday, you don't want to head up north. Screw that. Hit the trails. Yeah. Go rent yourself an e-bike, a regular bike, buy one, or get that old one in the garage fixed up for you. Action Ride Shop is going to take care of you. And uh, 10% off of uh, hardtail uh, bikes right now. So actionrideshop.com and visit them right there on Gilbert Road and Southern. This guy says... We had a microwave in our back patio exclusively for microwaving scorpions. Oh, <laughs> how tall said, is he? I've never say, seen ah, that. Me neither. But now I'm gonna, and I'm gonna do it in my home. And my, I don't care. I'm not gonna exclusively. I'm gonna put it in my microwave. I don't care. When they heat up, they puff way up, get super aggressive looking, and you pull them out. You put some shellac on them, and they stay in that position forever. It's amazing, and they smell like. Oh my. He says they smell like French toast when they cook. Thank you, Norman Bates. <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> Tonight's the night. I'm doing that. Oh, my God. You got to put the scorpions up, sh- shellac them all, and then put them up like you, you're collecting matchbox cars up on a mantle. Have a bunch of different scorpions in different positions. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Dahmer did. He took pictures he after did. he killed them of positions he liked them in. Uh, so uh, uh, this one, oh, man. This guy says, John, there's no better feeling than smashing some broad who uses physical keys to unlock her 93 Toyota Camry. (laughs) Maybe that is true. Uh, Women tend to be disinterested in a man who asks them to help push start the car or pop the clutch. That's a pretty good sign your evening is going to end early. (laughs) That's true, too. Oh, man. uh, The one girl had such spectacular cans that it didn't bother me that her driver's side car door didn't open or that it couldn't go in reverse. She'd have to push it backwards out of parking spaces. Ooh. Mm. That's mm. not a relationship. Those got to be amazing cans, like Kim Petras type cans. Um, am I seeing this correctly? We should go to this. Uh, miles to Nowhere 
And just as a quick refresher from Playdio, because it's been a minute. They're playing Friday. It says here. What drive-in? Where? Pub Rock. Are we got an end. <laughs> I ain't paying for that. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> That's Friday. That's why I got good credit. I don't yeah. put money towards that stuff. Friday night, Pub Rock. Live. Katie in the Hob. I think we might have to go to that. Oh, that's a tough Friday. We'll go in like crazy mustaches and giant top hats so no one will recognize us. <laughs> Mr. Peanut off the yeah, article. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Who are those three in the back? Don't mind us. Just fans of miles to nowhere. I love you and you love cake and we just want to celebrate. Those English gentlemen sure do like us. Yes, yes. I love you and you love cake and what you say is so stupid but you are a horrible girl. Well, if you want to go see them live, we'll promote them. We're the only station in town giving them this kind of push so they can get mad all they want. Yeah, KDKB's even like, yeah, no. <laughs> They're not even doing it. Wow. This guy says, my dad used to catch scorpions and sell them. Little ones fetch 10 bucks. When you say fetch money, I have a feeling you live in a trailer. <laughs> that that, uh, that yeah. fetches a saw buck. Now like, we huh? can go buy some milk. <laughs> right. Big ones fetch $20, it says here. And pregnant pregnant ones fetch thirty. <laughs> fetch. They're used in various ways. I have one in a bottle of tequila. Oh yeah, you definitely are in a trailer. <laughs> What's this guy's credit score? <laughs> credit score. <laughs> What's the uh, scorpion venom? If you get some of that, oh. that's big money. Well, yeah, well, I tried to do the math on that once. If I could milk them, if I could figure out how to milk yeah. them, I, there was millions of dollars for ounces of scorpion venom. It's oh, hard to get. You call uh, it a day. Yeah, you're done. You can retire, but they got to milk scorpion juice. I don't know how to do that. Seems like a lot. And just a drop comes out. It would probably evaporate before you could get the next batch in. But anyway, because that fetches a handsome. It sure that does. Fetches, that fetches a that lot. fetches some. I've never heard. I've never heard a man with a lot of money say. And then, if you buy Apple stock, it will fetch quite a handsome sum. It'll do what then? It'll fetch money. Okay. <laughs> you don't have any money, do you? No, I don't. What does that fetch? I'm going to start saying it though. I like it. Uh, what do we got up there? What do you want? Uh, Metallica, two cents, stereo mud, and flames. Metallica Brandy, upon a burning Brandy body. Newman. Randy Newman, Avenged Sevenfold, Muse, Primus, Randy GNR, Newman. Double Talk and Jive for our discussion earlier today. Yeah. Uh, Short people is jumping off that page. <laughs> it's off the uh, story we did for Little Tiny Napoleons. I don't want to hear it, though. I know. It's it, it's funny for about the first 30 I know, seconds. And then, and then you're like, like okay. Now he you're doesn't want to hear it either. Never ends. Randy Newman, he listen to it all day. Short people got. Uh, is that a remake of Desperado? I don't know. I never heard it. I just... Upon a Burning Body? Up. Yes, you gotta be. Well, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> this guy's angry about it. <laughs> Desperado by Upon a Burning Body. It can't be the Eagles. Let's see. Here we are. Please. Can it? <laughs> Thank you. 
Yesterday, uh, I was in a restaurant, and uh, my friend and I were eating, and he said, uh, somebody covered this Rupert Holmes Pina Colada song. That's not him. And I'm like, you're right. It is a different drum thing. So I looked up covers of the Pina Colada song, and uh, Anal Seaward has one. Oh, nice. That was on the Muzak system? Pick it up. Hilarious. No, it was on my phone. I couldn't find it in the thing. It's the Rupert Holmes. Do you like Pina Coladas? Uh, Anal C did it. And I can't say the C word because that's yeah. what you know what I'm saying. And uh, it's hilarious. Uh, there it is. Es- no. Oh, that's, that's Jack Johnson. Yeah, okay, that's- Jack Johnson redid it too. I don't know if you're. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can <laughs> look on YouTube or something. Not find it, but I was I found it on my phone yesterday and I was dying because <laughs> it's the it's the most pointless cover ever. <laughs> if you can find it, if you can't, that's fine too. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want to go with today, Brad. I don't know if you're going to find that. If we find it, we'll play it. Maybe right. it'll be a Rock Wars song later. We'll contrive a topic to yeah. make that work. Um, well, it's not our choice. No, that's true. It's Brady. Oh, God. Uh, whatever you want to pick, Brett. It's all you today. Uh, great. I, I don't know. Double talk and jive. That's what I was sticking. Thinking. Let's do it. Sneaking out on Double me. talk and jive it is. Guns and Roses and everybody. And they're going on tour again. Yeah. So you got... We have a date for that officially. Yeah, we do. I think it's October. It should be right. Yeah, they're coming to town, Guns Rose, October 11th. Okay. At Chase Field. So there you go. Double Talk and Drive will be live again, and it's a great one. Do you have it ready? Uh, or no, Toledo but I can get it. it. Yeah, get it for me. Because Toledo won't. Where's he? What's he doing? Busy. Scorpions fetch $10. Who do you have to sell them to? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Where do you go to sell Scorpions. Biggins, Biggins fetch uh, 20. Pregnant ones fetch 30 bucks, Brady. Paul, got a bucket of scorpions. <laughs> I have anything that I would... I don't own anything that says it would that would fetch money. <laughs> what a great word. That'll fetch a pretty price. That'll fetch money right there. You could sell that. That'll fetch $20, $30. I'm not into that. I got to start saying that more because that's funny. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's morning sickness. Already uh, getting ready for the Brady Report, which is screaming by. Uh, This is great. We're having a time of our lives. I'm convinced of it because time is going so goddamn fast. Nothing you can do. Uh, it is now time for all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It is brought to you by our friends at Hooters, and it's Wings Day. Wednesday is Wings Day at Hooters, and for a limited time, you can choose your own Wings Day adventure. A, you can buy 20 wings, get 10 free, valid for dining or takeout. Or B, get all-you-can-eat wings for just $20.99, but you got to sit in there and eat them all in front of people. Either way, you're going to win there. A lot of wings for you. That's how it works. Because it's Wings Day at Hooters. Thanks, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Wings Day morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. All right. Happy World Compliment Day. Oh. You're looking good, world. <laughs> I like I like what you did with your hair, world. F that. You look nice wet. <laughs> yeah, you're wet, world. Little puffy tops. Nice little. I like what you're doing, world. A couple of basis fun facts. A 2015 survey by the U.S. Energy Information Administration found that 30% of the country 
Um, that's around 35 million households have at least two refrigerators plugged in and turned on at all times. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Three. You got two, three refrigerators? Two full size and a bar fridge. Oh, I got more. Yeah, and when you start yeah. counting the little baby fridges, I got loads of those. Yeah. I got five now. So I got the little drawer fridges for beer. Oh, that's right. Those are nice. Yeah, they're really nice. By the way, I got a text from uh, Chris Kelly, who works here at the station sometimes. It says, uh, you told me this six years ago and sent me a screen cap of an old conversation we had that evidently he kept. It says, uh, John, I'm having a happy hour date with a girl I've hung out with a couple of times. I brought up your credit score dating theory, and she just, this dum-dum just says, I don't even know what my score is, but every time I apply for cards, I get told I'll be sent a response in the mail because I don't qualify at this time. I said, any advice? And I said, yeah. Banger, loan her 10 bucks for a cab and delete the number. I said, you saved my life six years ago. It's the best advice ever. <laughs> yep. And he did. The ratio of cookie And her credit score dropped because she had sex with Chris Kelly. That can be reported to Equifax <laughs> and, uh, yeah. We're sorry. It's terrible. The ratio of cookie to cream in an Oreo cookie, 71% cookie, 29% cream. I would have said three to one. That's pretty close. Now, double stuff. Got to be about 60-40, right? Yeah. You just are agreeing with me. You don't know. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's exactly <laughs> right. The Titanic sunk, uh, sank you know. in 1912. <laughs> Thanks for the update. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> the Titanic sunk. They had it narrowed down to the 1912 region. But the last survivor Somewhere was in an ocean. alive until 14 years ago. Milvina Dean was two months old when her family went on the Titanic. (laughs) She survived on a lifeboat and died in 2009 at the age of 97. She participated in some Titanic-related events in her later years, but she refused to watch the movie Titanic. Right. It's the trigger. It's like Kennedy watching the Zapruder film. You're not going to get the family well, to watch that. she was two that. months old, but yeah, still. It doesn't matter. It's kind of tied to you forever. She, John John didn't want to watch the Zapruder film. Her mother and brother all survived, but her father did not. Right. Bobby Kennedy wasn't there. He didn't want to watch the Zapruder film. I liked Brett's... Uh, Somewhere in the ocean. As Brady's... <laughs> Titanic sunk in 1912 somewhere in the ocean. Ocean yet to be determined. If you believe that kind of thing. If you uh, buy what the government tells you. That's right, Brady. Titanic was just a game to get you to feel bad for the British. Alex, that was a false flag. It's a big false flag. We tried to turn people gay and make Brits our friends. And we all know what Brits are. Just a bunch of twinks dancing around with their picket fence teeth. Turning into lizards. That's right. That's exactly right, Brady. Correct. Dictionary.com's new words. <laughs> Brady and Alex Jones have a lot in common. <laughs> Is that right? Correct. Correct. Don't you think, Brady? Correct. We have no backing on that. We just say correct. It's sort of a halfway affirmative partial answer. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Makes people think you know what you're talking about. Frogs gay? Correct. Of course. Cakeage. A fee charged by a restaurant bringing in your own cake, like a corkage fee. Who's doing that? Dictionary.com. Who's Same wandering around with cake and going to restaurants? It happens every now and then. 
Does it? So often they have it's to name today, it. happening today, probably. Does it happen to you? Well, I know that there birthdays some don't bring like, a cake. It, it, you but, ask, can I bring in a birthday cake? Right. But it's happening so often they have to charge people now? Now they're starting to do it. Like, I understand the bottles, the wine, because yeah. that's a place that only has a specific... They didn't want to spend the money on the liquor license. Digital Nomad. We're so fat. <laughs> we go to restaurants with food now. A digital nomad, a person who works remotely while traveling for leisure, especially when you have no fixed permanent address. A digital nomad? Yeah. Nearly wed, person who lives with someone in a life partnership, sometimes engaged with no planned wedding date. Good. Smart is what that's called. North Paul. If I was a youngster. Well, no. Both of us. Well, I mean, but we don't have a date or anything, so that's, yeah. yeah. You're nearly nearly wet, and it's smarter because it's just, it's, it's, with the way roles are changing and the way the traditional wife and husband thing is different, if you hadn't gotten in by now, don't do it. We're basically a trust and an LLC. Yeah, you're a business, and that's smart because that's what, that's what the legality of it all has become. You're a C Corp. Yeah, if you're not in now, don't do it. That's my advice for people. Don't even worry about that. But if you're not already in a marriage, don't get in one. It's it's broken down now, so legally no one wins, and people change so fast now too. Mm. That the idea of trying to spend again, I wouldn't sign Manny Machado to a ten year deal. Oh, I heard Dan Patrick say that. Why would you sign any athlete? Why would you involve yourself in anything guaranteed for ten years? And he goes, of course, besides marriage. Like you had to correct <laughs> his wife was listening. It's never a good idea to lock yourself down in perpetuity. That's why timeshares are like. Wait, this goes on even when I die? Yeah, you can pass it on to somebody else to be burdened with it. Isn't it great? Isn't it amazing? You'll never lose this. It's like, that's the that's the thing that's making me not do it. Nobody wants anything forever except their pet. Cyber flashing. Sending pictures of your junk to strangers online by airdropping them. Hilarious. <laughs> Cli-fi. That is... Hilarious. I didn't know That's he could do that. Joey Caliendo Joey Caliendo just put the real Jeffrey Epstein on his airdrop to make people look at their phones when they had a text. And it, would, it would give an option that he was in the room. Yes, I'm the real. It was great. Cli-fi is uh, any short or sci-fi where uh, any sort of uh, sci-fi where climate change is a major part of the story. What's it called? Cli-fi? Cli-fi. Oh, God. Petfluencer person who gains a large following on social media somebody by posting really images of their video this videos of your pets dumb get a job and if your pet hits that's great but don't count on being a pet influencer you're just forcing it's like slave labor you're trying to make your dog do stuff it may not want to do there's a new trend of people getting signature makeovers by hiring someone to help them improve the way they sign their name the prices for this are all over the map. They range from ten dollars to six hundred bucks. There's one woman in L.A. that has a business called Planet of Names, where she does it. Um, she has around three hundred custom signatures a month. She works with some famous people. To what get is there. she doing? She helps to write your uh, signature, improves it rather than uh, you know looking like you're a fifth grader. That's my signature. I was going to say, so I didn't want to point any fingers, but are you considering a, a signature facelift? No, face people lift? are, well, it's, 
now a trend. You before. can't just do that yourself? And you got to be careful with it because you change it of some of the stuff that you've signed no, in the you past. Don't. Not at all. Your signature does not matter at all anymore. Every time well, I you, sign, I make an the, H now. It has. I don't even sign my name Because you have the digital signature. Well, you, you, can, you can write name where your signature goes. Nobody so Every time out. I have Medea sign my check right exactly. at the table. Yeah. And signature has lost all of its value because it's all digital everything now anyway. How many times it's like you can, uh, on the DocuSign, yeah. it wrote it for me. Cursive or print? And I'm right. like, cursive, that'll look nice. Do you like this one? Yeah, or this exactly. One? I get to pick what I, and that was my signature just because I was agreeing to it. It, it. Later on down the road, you can never go, that's not my signature. Like, it's your digital thing. But why can't, why would you have to pay somebody to change how you write? Um, it's a combination of people uh, from celebrities influencers that if they're signing stuff they want a better signature right. i understand that why yeah. why do you need someone else for that you're someone so, found a way like i'll coach you i'll help you uh you'll steal from a dumb person because yeah. if you wanted to change how you wrote brady bogan you're the only one that can do it and they work with you on that <laughs> you know what the letters look like how far do they work <laughs> you mean they steal from you with that right yeah they, they steal yeah. money so you can make a Correct. be different <laughs> Correct. This person's a grifter. It's a complete yeah. gr- It's life coaching. It's like, I can help you with yeah. your signature and make you feel more confident when you sign things. Like, I can do that. If you go to somebody wanting your signature to change, you're not a go-getter at all. I the just don't, I don't know. What steps to take to make my hand do different things than what it already does? What does he do? Bring out, like, a, a palette? Here's some know. of my other clients. I can change my handwriting. They do. They give you anytime a, a I choice. Want. Then um, every one of their clients is going to be the same. But no, it's elegant, subtle, dramatic, sharp, classic, artistic. Brady, if I told curvy. you right now to write your name in every one of those descriptions, you could do it. Well, do an, <laughs> I mean, take your time and go. Here's Brady. That's the thing. Yeah, here's Brady yeah, elegantly writing his name, and then you just practice it. If you wanted to change your signature, right? You don't need to pay someone to do that. You're already. You're already it's like being a drug addict. I want to fix this. That's the first step. Then you do the work. Yeah. But I don't know how ours look and other people. Uh, yes, you do. You know how our looks to you. Yeah, you always know how it looks. What do you want? You just sign it until you're happy. Idiot. There's an app called Tier Maker, T-I-E-R, where you rank things from best to worst, usually by giving them letter grades. And they've just released the current overall results of one of uh, fast food joints. Okay. They looked at 2,100 fast food rankings. That had been submitted, and here are the average scores. The top places were given an A grade. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Popeye's, Taco Bell, and Domino's. Beer, uh, B tier. <laughs> uh, Subway, Chipotle, KFC, Dairy Queen, Pizza Hut, Papa John's. C. <laughs> You're not going to go through Panera, the Panera, D. We'll get to the, the, the Waffle House, Shake Shack, Jack in the Box, White Castle, and F. Shake Shack. Yeah, what's that? Shake Shack. Yeah. People complain about Shake Shack because it's pricey, but to me, it keeps the riffraff away. I like Shake Shack. <laughs> keeps the riffraff away. You, you, you charge a little extra, so the people who, anybody who goes, that's too expensive, good, leave. Nobody wants to hear you complaining when the prices are right there in front of you. If it's going to cost, oh, yeah. you know, I hate that when people review a restaurant and go, it costs too much. That the prices are on the menu. You knew that before you ordered. Yeah, and, you know, I, again, these are people that are 
giving it the grades. Right. It could shake, be price shake. could be the the thing that drives it down, but it wouldn't be. You know, I can't say that for the Waffle House Jack of the Box. No, I mean, well, there's obvious quality issues too. Tier A and W, Barros. There any around anymore? Del Taco, Long John Silvers. Hmm. They got effed, huh? Quiznos. Yeah, I'm not saying all of them are because of price, but Shake Shack takes that hit because they're like it's too much for a burger. All right, you knew you were getting a burger. The price is right there on the menu. what were you surprised about? Having a burger at McDonald's isn't cheap anymore. No. I mean, it's, you know. I like Shake Shack. and I like any restaurant where the Yelp reviews are all like three stars, but the biggest complaint is money. Because I know I'm going there, there won't be any poor complainers inside. And that's worth it to me to pay a little extra. 42-year-old owner, Tamisha Morin, got pulled over by the police in Slidell, Louisiana. She has an ice cream truck, Tammy's Ice Cream and Sweet Treats. She got pulled over for a broken taillight and expired tags. And when they uh, checked out the truck, there's melted ice cream. But there was a lot of meth in the refrigeration. <laughs> she was selling to adults only. Right. Oh, that's good. She had standards. She's being responsible. She had I mean, morals. Jesus. Here's a picture of her uh, cuffed on the curb, and there's Aww. the truck. It's a bright blue truck. truck. So she was selling that. some ice cream to the kids when they were coming by. I don't... Th- Maybe. The- I mean, well, you can't wander around with an ice cream melted truck. On the head but to be pretty maybe quick. a few yeah. of them, but she did have an ice cream truck, and she was, you know, only selling to adults. That's what I like in my drug dealers' standards. Yeah. yeah. Morality. Yes. I don't want to get tweaky. I have to tell you, the reason I hate poor complainers about prices is because of Tony Roma's when we did our two for one uh, half rack of baby back ribs for $7.99. If $7.99, you'd get two plates of dinner. And these old people still manage to bitch about it. And every time I saw a coupon, I'm like, you're everything I never want to be. Somebody that comes in with $8 and expects to feed two people. They get waters and the... We have the two if we have a coupon. Of course you do, you loser. And I'd pick it up off the table and I hated them from the second I saw them. And they had the nerve at the end of sometimes... nobody for your dollar. Exactly. Sometimes complain... There's not enough barbecue sauce in the tin. You're spending $4 a person, and you want more. I hope you die. I'll give you more. I hope you die. How do you live with yourself? Your next haircut hurts. She said some Bill Osborne over yeah. there. Oh, several times we did. <laughs> I understand there was a complaint that for $8, you weren't satisfied with the volume. <laughs> the tins are too low in the barbecue. Is that right? For your six ribs, you want to slather that on like some sort of a Vesuvius style. <laughs> I just think that if you're... G- you paid $8. Good day, ma'am. Good day. <laughs> Take your coupon and walk out. Tell you what, I got your bill. I have $10 in my pocket, and that's a better tip than you were going to leave. So for 10 bucks, I just bought two people dinner and got this off my desk. Good day, ma'am. I want to talk. Good day. You did. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, he did that one several times. <laughs> I want to talk to somebody. You are talking to somebody. <laughs> Please. Oh, coupon people. Police in Peru have seized a mummified human between 600 and 800 years old from a former food delivery man who claimed it 
had it in his home for 30 years. Is he still alive? 26-year-old Julio Bernejo uh, said his father gave him the mummy 30 <laughs> years ago. And he's been keeping the mummy in an isothermal bag. Calls it his girlfriend, Juanita. Ew, what's he doing to it? Don't ask. Well, the police got it. And you're not allowed to have a mummy. No. It's a big rule. Um, Neighbors complained they could hear from inside the apartment somebody going, coin. <laughs> they also had some people, um, some scientists look at the mummy and date it. And they're saying it uh, could be, you know, between 600 and 800 years old. Also, Juanita is Juan. Oh, oh there. Here's the other thing. He may have been confused when people were like, oh, you got a mummy? You should date that. He didn't understand they meant, like, carbon date. There's a picture <laughs> of the mummy. Oh, even the mummy's covering its eyes. According to the Ministry of Culture, the pre-Hispanic relic was mummified adult male. What's pre-Hispanic? Before Mexican? <laughs> you mean there was a glorious time in this world that was pre-Hispanic? You know how many racists just got oh excited? I'm inventing a time machine. What? I'm going back to the prehistoric age of pre-Hispanics. And now we know where they want a quantum leap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a group of guys with hoods in their closet going, was there a pre-African? <laughs> well. Not really. Not really. You're going to have to. No. Hispaniola was already My there. My God, pre-Hispanic. There's a guy jerking off in his car right now. <laughs> pre-Hispanic. Who will do all the lawns? This dude that lives in Sunderland, England. His name's David Lee. He was Money. in court on Friday, last Friday, accused of having caused unnecessary suffering to a protected animal under the Animal Welfare Act of 2006. Is there necessary suffering that's allowed? No, right, that's a good point. Well, David Lee tried to stuff his junk down the throat of a seagull. <laughs> and, and you can see unnecessary. <laughs> and the seagull was like, who are you looking at? And David Lee said, you. <laughs> that's the name of the guy that does all the big voice stuff for us. There's a picture of David Lee. Not our guy. <laughs> he was dressed in a navy raincoat and jeans. When he assaulted the, uh, mine, the gall. Mine, 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 <laughs> mine, mine, mine. <laughs> sounds like the call. <laughs> That's it. Yikes. Um, if you're looking to uh, be a weather person, it's one of your goals. You want to do it. You could do it for one week in Aruba because it's really easy. The weather there is pretty consistent. Yeah. And you can apply even until uh, March 31st. The Suites by Hilton uh, open up a new resort in Aruba, and they'll give you a uh, week trip. Spell all that. expense Spell paid. That. Spell that. It's really weak. It's yeah, a uh, horrible place. Um, it's six days, seven nights. For just doing the weather than a place that already yeah, knows you the have weather? To, yeah, you, but you'll be put on their social platform. They also want you to send a 30-second video of how you would deliver the, deliver weather. the weather. That's always yeah. the same. Hey, everybody. It's meteorologist John Holmberg. It's going to be 82 degrees tomorrow. Chance of storms about 4 p.m., about 40% chance that'll pass by about 15 minutes later. We're going to see sunshine, a nice sunset around 6.15, and we start our drinking and start it all over tomorrow. Carbon copy that for the next seven days. We'll see you after sports. Seven days after that? Can you give me a 10-day? 10 days? It's the same thing. Carbon copy that (laughs) all the way till the end of time.
Hurricane a coming probably in September. I'll get back to you then. <laughs> I've got some pretty videos. All right. The first one, you'll need the volume on this. Another big and hitting the water. Oh, God. Listen for the impact. A fat lady or ma'am? Uh, it's a lady. A fat lady hits the water from how high? Uh, 25 feet. Oh, man. She's going, oh. Run, runs down the cliff a little bit. She's running towards the drink. But listen to the. Oh, she's a big one. Oh, she's a. Yeah, this is a suicide. Oh, I like that her little legs keep moving. That's the longest she's run in her life. Where are they? Oh, good lord. That poor water, I say again. Might be Lake Pleasant, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing pleasant about that. They got to change the name of it. It looks the same. <laughs> no wonder Lake Mead's empty. <laughs> this broad, we keep getting this, these this broad keeps diving in the water and screwing up the the water tables. It set off the tsunami alerts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new um, way to ride. It's uh, in the rodeo, riding a bull. Okay. I guess you're shirtless and you jump on it. They open the gate. That's the new thing. It's like anybody wants to take their shirt off and get on, we will open the door. Sounds Yeah, I mean, great. these guys are... Right. Him, he's ready. You know, watch this. It All right, here we go. Pretty, starts pretty fast. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Got no shirt on, grabs the bull, and he's a ride. Is this a success story? Is this a no. feel good? Oh, he whipped him into oh, a clown. Out. He took the shirtless man and spun him into a wow. clown. How about the lasso guys? And shirtless yeah, dudes, shirtless while again. The bull. Terrible decision to they take the dead body him. and <laughs> drag him by the spine out of the ring. One more time. That's a pretty good flip. At what point does he go out cold when he hits the other guy? Or? He, he takes yeah, the other right guy there. out. He gets up. Yeah, the other guy's fine. The yeah. dude, the, the shirtless rodeo guy's rider's fine. No, the rider's down. No, that's the no, clown. that's the clown. That's the clown. Yeah, yeah. That's the clown. I thought it was the other way. No, the rider got out of there quick. Oh. I thought it was the other dude. By the way, there That's are the new. probably four of these type of arenas right off the side of the road on your way to Rocky Point. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Shirtless rodeos? I don't know what goes on How there, you but know? later. <laughs> there are, there are this Just get to the beach, arena. man. I don't know what goes on there. <laughs> I've read about them. I know there's four on the way. Zagat's guide told see me. light poles that, in our well, circular arena. Not that guide. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, oh, I guess it is the rodeo guy's fine. Yeah. And they're free. You're re- you're not reading Zagat's. You're reading something very close to oh, that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Your tour book I'm is convinced. misspelled. I'm, I'm mixing photos with Zagat's. <laughs> yeah. you know, yes, yes. Yours is, yours is Zagat's with something else in it. It's not. <laughs> you want a shirtless rodeo? You're going to pass four. Huh? According to Faget's. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never once been guided to one, let alone four shirtless rodeos on my way to anything. In fact, I could traverse my, uh, I could drive to Maine and assume I haven't passed four shirtless rodeos. I don't know. It depends on your route. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I take interstates. I'm not going to the back roads of shirtless rodeo, Arkansas. Going through Oklahoma? Nope. No shirtless rodeos in Oklahoma. They're Next one's on the uh, ski slopes. This guy's doing his best uh, rendition of the 70s ABC Agony of Defeat. Oh, yeah. Taking the ramp here. Oh, he's got the <laughs> thrill of victory. He had agony. Oh, shit. I agree with almost all of that. We got it before it was over. Oh. So they knew this 
70 foot jump was a bad idea. That's longer than that. Oh my goodness. That dude. Ragdoll. Dead. What do they call that? Garage sale when everything just. It's a yard sale. He's got. uh, He is the only one on this particular ski slope. And there's a reason why. It's a death jump. Well, not only that, if he completed it, look, he had to do another one. Yeah, he's going to land and hit another ramp. You're right. This is bad. <laughs> and he just clicks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I thought I had something together. Yeah, that's bad. That Next one's a thump r- of race. Body hitting snow. Yikes. Dirt track racing. Shirtless. Cars. Yes. Four of these also. <laughs> you pass a lot of these <laughs> on your way to Toledo. <laughs> they might be. Green flag, everything's over. No, oh, here comes the guy. Takes the guy out on the Whoa. stand. Takes the flag guy. Oh, the guy, the checkered flag guy. Yeah. There one guy there or two? Oh, there's one. And the car and just flips up and kills that guy. Wow. Well, he he's dead. He got he, nicked. Internal bleeding. He got what? <laughs> nicked. Whew. I don't think a car hitting you at any speed is nicking. Oh, elephants crossing the road. This will be solid. Yeah. Come the, on, Brady. Get somebody good here. Oh, this is a, a rogue elephant basically smearing a human into the Well, dirt. there's a bunch of elephants crossing a road, and they're yeah. honking horns. These are yeah, so the guy, like a bunch of them. One guy's distracting with yellow. It's working out. The other guys don't have the yellow. Oh, this guy's got one's attention. I see which one's going to go. Yeah, why is he doing that? But the yellow towel works out. There he goes. He turns the other cloud. There goes the rogue. Now watch this guy stumble into the... Does he fall? He falls, goes down, oh, smear, no, just says, backhands oh, you're, you're him, and just man. rubs him into the oh, dirt. That's what stamped him. That's what your dogs do after taking a dump. Mm-hmm. Just kind of does that scratch. <laughs> My dogs with some more tonnage. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on at your house? Oh, it's always a party. <laughs> Dogs don't stomp their feces into the ground. Say that. I said they, <laughs> they kick the hind legs. Sure, after sure. The... After from a distance, yeah. if they're good ones. Turf it. Yeah. Weird. All right, Brett. I'm old enough. You got nothing? Mm-mm. Why? Nothing worth putting together. Are you sure? Yep. I admire that. I, well I, done, I can't deliver that, that on. Me. Well, you yeah, because it's coming. I know. Toledo, did that one? I can't deliver on yesterday, so that's true. Oh yeah. That's been due to There's the one more. All it's right. kind of suspenseful. <laughs> it's Wait, mildly suspenseful. Car broke down in uh, the middle of the On a freeway. freeway. Oh, God. It's just parked in the center lane. And these oh, cars. What? What is going on? This is like. That was a 90 degree turn yeah. on the freeway. This is like turbo. People oh, Jesus, God. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, everybody's doing a good job oh, getting around geez. it. Oh, my job. So far, so good. All the good cars build. getting around it. Oh, this is suspenseful, Brady. Oh, no, no. yeah. Oh, this guy's oh, not going to... Yeah. No way. No. Oh, everybody's oh, dodging. There we go. Here comes the Breaker 1-9. Breaker 1-9. Oh, God. Oh. oh, crushed it. Was anyone in there? That thing burst into flames, too. Peter built just fine. That's a well-built truck. Taking a 10 And then it... It blew up on the... It was already on fire. Yeah. When he hit it, the fire started. Wow. Yeesh. That is a good one. I had my stomach spinning. That gave me a little anxiety there. Break down. How do you break down in the middle lane? Your car just had to seize. You can't yeah. even coast to the side. Don't get out of that the car. Happened, yeah. Can you just wow. like? You would have to have a serious problem with never changing the oil to have it just stop. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's one of those guys that buys a car and hasn't changed it yeah. since he bought it. 
Well, it's got oil in it. Don't need to change that. It's got to be warning you the whole way down the road, too. And it still works in neutral. Making weird noises. Oh, that's horrifying. Anyway, uh, makes me not want to drive. There you go. That's your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, I like you, Rage Against the Machine. Brady's trying to convince me that the doors are good again. I don't know why. Today is that we're just looking at this day in history page. A lot of stuff happened today. It's a big one. The Lindbergh baby got kidnapped on March 1st. Uh, there's a lot of things. And in you there. had your fun fact in there that someone was offering to help him out. Yeah, the Al Capone was in jail. Of course, and a man of the people. I'd be fine, your baby, but you got to help me out. I'm in the can. I'm in a who's cow. You guys want to do something, I'll get your baby. You want a baby, I'll get your baby by five. We're not dealing with the likes of you. Okay. Your baby's funeral. Good luck with that, pal. And then they found the baby at the bottom of the, the house. And they go, there he is. He's outside here in the grass. I didn't know that, that after the baby got found, which was right outside the place, they just donated their house to charity and moved. Oh, I, man, do with yeah. it. I can't imagine that. Anyway. And another thing, and this is something I knew, I just didn't know it was March 1st. Did you know why spring training's in Arizona? It's not the weather. It was always in Florida. It was actually not always because they had Catalina Island where the Cubs used to go. Yeah. Teams used to practice by themselves. They'd find a nice place and practice by themselves. Well, uh, it started getting a little sketchy there in the 40s. And I believe it was 1949, is that right, when we had spring training, if I'm not mistaken? Pretty sure that's right. When it started. Hang on, let me check. I can double check that. I think it was 1949. Anyway, uh... The owner of the Indians was named Bill Veck, ironically enough. It was 47, so it was 47. Bill Veck. So it was the year that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Eight, April 15th, 1947 was the first time had an African-American baseball player. Officially, because Babe Ruth was half black. Nobody talks about that. But uh, officially, uh, Jackie Robinson was the first black player in baseball. In 1947, the Indians had to move their spring training somewhere racially tolerant because they had Larry Doby and... They were going to grab Satchel Page and Josh Gibson. They were going to bring in a bunch of uh, Negro League players and have them play at well, places in Florida and the South and up in Ohio and everywhere else. They said, we're going to try to practice. Like, You're not doing it here. Arizona's like, we don't care. Come, Come on, on on. So spring training started in Arizona well, because, because we were so racially tolerant. <laughs> Ironically, to the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Indians who were... Swarming the place at the time, we're cool with the Indians coming out here and practicing. I believe the Indians were named after the first Native American player that ever played in baseball, and they they always omit that part of why they're called the Indians was actually a tribute to a singular guy. But yeah, Phoenix, Arizona was racially tolerant in 1947. Uh, Didn't have a problem or a law against having uh, people of color working for or in certain industries and baseball was struggling with that so they said we're gonna we're gonna work them out in spring there was no the color barrier hadn't been broken yet so march 1st 1947 spring training happened here because of that we lost the super bowl 50 years later because uh, of the opposite how about that take that was 40 years later so uh we're all over the road and now we're known as kind of racists somehow uh, in other states. They always look at Arizona as like backwards racists, and there's a lot of that, but still. How about that? 
my uh, ex-wife used to say that all the time. I hate Arizona because it's just no, there's no diversity. And I'm like, there's Indian stuff everywhere. You know what I mean. And I'm like, oh, proper brown. <laughs> and she used to get mad at me. I'm like, what's wrong with the Indians' diversity? It's not interesting to you, so it doesn't count as diverse? You know what I mean. There's Mexicans and Indians all over. You want Europeans. You want cosmopolitan diversity. So does Gilbert Ortega. Right. Gilbert Ortega can't stand all these Indians. You know why? I didn't even think of this. Gilbert Ortega went nuts during the Super Bowl screaming at Indians to get off his land. Right? I didn't think of this. If there's authentic Indians outside of his shop, there's no white people going in. Indians don't shop at Gilbert Ortega. That's true. Of course he's angry at them. They're not a cash flow. They've already got all that stuff. And if they don't, they've got authentic better ones in their houses than Gilbert Ortega's selling to Whitey. So you get authentic Indians, they might start showing what real stuff looks like. Then you go in and see the cheap tchotchkes he's selling, and he's, all of a sudden he's a dime store, you know, uh, interstate uh, gas station. There's a little, uh, there's a group that are, uh, they think he's very important. Who? Because he buys the products from them. Oh, that's what I'm saying, cash flow. Yeah. But I don't think he's buying from Indians. Yeah, it says made in China. On the yeah, he's, he's, he's got those things manufactured at this point. He's, he's, he's not going to some bizarre... China's a famous Hopi Indian that makes these <laughs> right, dolls. Right. He's not going over to the, the Yaqui tribes going, all right, what do you got for wares this week? Negotiating. No, he's got them. He's like, they Mr. like. Mr. Chang's building tomahawks yeah. for him. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson of uh, Dublin, Ohio, really enjoy these. I need 1,700 ho- Cocoa Pellies, um, and I would need them by Friday. And then, okay, you got y'all. And then Cocoa Pellies come over in a box that smells like diesel fuel with some jerseys that say Cardinals misspelled. <laughs> Yeah, but how about that? 1947, the racially tolerant Arizona starts spring training. And look at what it's become. When I was a kid, there were eight teams here, and it didn't seem like that was going to change. Grapefruit League was still, you know, what do they have, 20, 20 teams at the time uh, over in Florida, and eight of them were here, and then 10, and then now we're bigger than Florida. Do we have more now? If not more, the same. Uh-huh. I think we I think we have a couple more. Yeah, I, think, I thought it was an equal split. I think we're like 18, and they're 14 or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Either way, it's pretty awesome and it's lucrative. So that was the smart thing to do. Also, Harry Carey's birthday today. So baseball all over. But it is Kevin Durant Day here in town. And again, uh, people have done the checking. My three nights in a row dream of Kevin Durant going up for a dunk uh, against the Charlotte Hornets in their black jerseys with CLT written on them, which I find hysterical. Uh, That's in the dream. But the floor he's playing on is dark blue. It's wood with dark blue key and dark blue border. Somebody did some research for me, sent it over tonight. The Hornets will be using the Buzz City floor, which is turquoise and black, not blue, which is good. And they will be wearing their black CLTs, though. So half the dream is right, half of it isn't. I keep dreaming that he's dunking. He comes down, lands awkwardly, grabs his knee, and it falls into a heap right there underneath the basket. And Kevin Durant's time in Arizona lasts about four minutes. So you watching? I'll watch tonight because my dream is not, the floor is not significant. Okay. Three nights in a row. And I am putting it out there so I don't eat this. And it has to be, you know, I'm, I'm reverse, reverse jinxing the jinx. But it's horrifying. <laughs> Scary to me. But uh, KD starts for the Suns tonight. So their official championship run begins. And I got an email from a guy who said, remember when the Suns got Shaq and everybody thought they'd win a title? I don't think anybody thought they'd win a title. No. I was excited for having Shaq in town, and maybe he would do something. But they had Mike D'Antoni as a coach. He had the, you know, 
seven seconds or less offense. You'd run down and shoot. Shaq did not fit that system at <laughs> all. Even in his prime, Shaq wouldn't have done well in a D'Antoni offense. And I thought maybe they would adapt and make Shaquille more of a centerpiece and have a half-court offense with a defensive center. No, it was over. You could cherry-pick every once yeah. in a while. The Shaqtis, I'll stay on this end. Right. The Shaqtis was not a good fit for the D'Antoni Suns. What was that, 2007 or eight? Something like that. That was bad. Planet Orange did not need him. But tonight, Kevin Durant starts, and I'm very excited about that. So uh, we're happy to see that. We'll do some uh, – what do we have for uh, giveaways? We had uh, Renaissance Festival oh, tickets. Oh. and You're going there this weekend. Yeah, I'll be there on Sunday. Bretzky, you can go out to – Beer Fest. You're going to drink a bunch of beer. Yeah. And That's uh, where I'm going. Stare at Gypsies <laughs> out at the Renaissance Festival. So you got those with Brett. And we also have – I got – 56k here. Hang on. A second. Oh, we always oh, it still loading. I'm looking. I was yeah. waiting like you were disappointed. In no, the no, no. Anyway, uh, we're going to give this away to you. Renaissance Festival and whatever Brett. Oh, talking about what he had. Oh, in his disturbed wallet. tickets. Oh, disturbed tickets. All yeah. right, we got those for you. We're going to give those to you in just seconds in a very fast game. So prepare yourself. Uh, it's coming up in just seconds. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." 98 Holmberg's morning sickness. All right, we're ready to go. Five and ten is the game we're playing. I will give you a topic. You have to name five things that fall in that category in ten seconds or less, and you'll get your choice of Renaissance Festival tickets uh, or tickets to go see Disturbed. I know which one I'm choosing. Uh, and Brady and I were talking about the doors because uh, today is the anniversary of Jim Morrison, that drunken knob. Uh, whipping his pee-pee out on a stage in Miami because he's so creative. There's my wiener. I'm intolerantly drunk again, everybody. Break on through. Break on through. What a poet. What a genius. I guarantee you everybody that said they loved Jim Morrison could spend three minutes with that prick and go, get me out of this room. That guy is a doofus. (laughs) Uncontrolled, lightweight of alcohol and drugs. Always drunk, always acting like an idiot. He didn't pull his dick out on stage because it was some sort of a protest. He did it because he was so drunk he didn't know what else to do. He's the guy that you put in the back seat with plastic and go, all right, Jim, we're taking you home again. This is the last time. He's a lyrical genius. All the dude did was rhyme sky, fly, my. He was Sugar Ray of his generation. That's a lizard thing. (laughs) He's the Lizard King. You know how quickly you'd dismiss any friend that said, I am the Lizard King. I'm so sick of this guy. (laughs) Jim Morrison. Is he coming over? Don't bring Jim. How often did people who knew Jim for real say, hey, we're having some people over. Don't tell Jim. We don't want him here. He gets drunk. He trashes a place. He starts pontificating about politics and the way life should be. He's an asshole. Kurt Copain's got the same exact thing. There's nothing about him that you'd want to hang out with. Watch that documentary HBO did about him. It's like, wow, I think I hate Nirvana now. I don't know how they did that. This was supposed to be a tribute. Horrible people. Jim Morrison, anniversary of him whipping his dick out in Miami. They should have thrown him in jail for his lyrics before that. They tried. No, he's the worst. He's the, the most overrated famous person ever. Ed Sullivan tried. Good. Ed Sullivan was right. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> That's all people ever said about him. This guy's an asshole. The movie, the Doors movie, there's nothing endearing about Jim Morrison. It made me hate Val Kilmer, for God's sakes. 
came out and like, what a fun life. Wait, I'm not even looking at a fun life. I'm looking at a, just a dick for three hours who treated his friends like garbage. He was an alcoholic. His friends were jerks. Not fixing that. Now, let me tell you something. Nothing worse than a drunk trying to philosophize his life. There, Come on. You, you smell like wild turkey and you're trying to tell me how life's working. Nothing about you is deep. It's the biggest sell in the history of music. Deep Jim Morrison. Pff, deep into the hooch. Yeah, he was good at that. And he was. That was the only thing he was good at. Sorry. Don't get me started. At least he had an excuse. What's Jimmy Buffett's excuse? I don't know. And that's a great, <laughs> that is a great question. I'm hoping someday we find out Jimmy Buffett's a horrible Drugs and alcohol. alcohol. Okay, that's his excuse. But <laughs> Buffett, like, yeah, he has Buffett, no excuse. Yeah. yeah, Buffett's sober and pushing that out. We, we need to get that guy some drugs. Anyway, all right, 5 and 10 is the game we're going to play. And we got uh, Disturbed tickets. We got Renaissance. It's up to you. If you, if you get it, you get to pick. Uh, I'll give you a topic. Five things from that category. You have to name it in 10 seconds. It's a fast game, so get ready for it. 585 is, uh, wait, 585-9800. That's the number. You call us up and see if you can win 5 and 10. That's coming up after the Smashing Pumpkins. It's 98. Here's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Oh, sorry. I was thinking a lot. Uh, uh, are you ready? I think we got it ready to go. It's uh, time for 5 and 10, uh, which is a fast, fast game. So everybody has to get ready for it. Uh, where's my music for this? I don't have it in front of me. What the hell happened to my 5 and 10 music? Yeah, we'll go with this one. Anyway. Let's just get something out there. Here we go. Quickly. 5 and 10. I give you a topic. You name five things in that topic in 10 seconds or less. If you hear the explosion... Time's up. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right, let's try this. Uh, phone line one. Oh, who you got? Chris? Uh, Chris. Chris, you're on. Uh, are you there? I am. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I am. All right. All right, I'm going to give you one right here. I want you to name, in 10 seconds or less, five movies... With animals that are the star. Go. Uh, over the Hedge, Cocaine Bear, uh, Wild Oat, Gator, uh, Jaws, and... Oh, uh, damn. damn it. It was close. You ran out of time, Chris. I'm sorry. We're going to let you go. Cocaine Bear slips in. Yeah. I didn't even have that one in my head. That's the brand new one. I did that because I saw Lyle Lyle Crocodile last night. Matt is online, too. Matt, are you there? All right, Matt, are you ready? I think so. All right, good luck. I'll give you the topic. You name five things that fall in that category. Here we go. All right. Five teams, college, pro, any sport that have a Native American themed mascot. Go, 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 go. College teams. Oh, I'm horrible on this. Oh. Um,. God, I couldn't even name one. Ah, the Chiefs? They were just here. Oh, man. Sorry about that. All right. Yeah, he got blasted. Alyssa. Question again. I know. Alyssa's on line three, and we know a girl is 70% of a man's work because that's what we pay you for. You only have to get three right, Alyssa. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Good luck. Five movies about football. Go. Um, Invincible. Yes. Um, draft Day. 
too. Ah! Oh, man. Draft day came up first? Yeah, that, that wasn't on the top of my list. Draft day happened? I mean, Invincible. even the Sandler longest yard would yeah. come up before that. Longest yard. You got to the last Boy Scout. I mean, I'm a guy. I'm going to remember football movies. Jerry Maguire counting that? Jerry Maguire counts. What's the, the one with the Pacino? Express? What? The running back. <laughs> Any given Sunday? Christ, man, you dig deep. That is a movie about Ohio. <laughs> the other running back with Jim Brown. Any given day, every given, any given Sunday. Brian Song. Brian Song's a football player. There's a ton of them. We might go back to that one. Jimbo is on the line. Jimbo, are you there? Yes, it's me. Hi, Jimbo. Very excited. All right, Jimbo, are you ready? I am ready. Let's right. do this. Here's your topic. Five famous people named Doug. Go. Doug Funny. What? Oh, my gosh. He's going to lose. I give up. It's over. Ah, it's over. I'll go blind. Upside. Of course. Uh, let's go to line one. Wireless caller, you're there. How are you? Hello, wireless caller. Oh, gone. All right. Let's, let's try, try Amy Burke. Amy, are you there? Oh, my God. oh, it's Randall. All right, Randall, turn your radio down. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Turn your radio down. Here we go. Good luck to you. I want you to name. Are you a Phoenix Suns fan? Yeah. <laughs> I am, but I know very little. All right, I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to kill you right away. Then. Uh, five, <laughs> all right, here we go. Five movies that have at least three sequels. Go. Oh, John Wick. Um, God, brain fart. Yeah, it's a killer. Oh, sorry, man. Once you're in the hot seat, nobody can do this. I don't know why that yes. is. It is the strangest thing that once once we get you people on the air, you don't know a thing. And I'll get all the emails. I'm screaming them in my car. Right, let's call her again. All right. Hi there. Who's this? Hey, this is Andrew. All right. Wow, that's a cool sound your phone makes. What was your name again? Hold on. Let me change. Yeah, get off the murder Andrew. hornet in this. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> I think you've got a mouthful of bees. Are you Candyman? <laughs> all right. Here we go. Good luck. Are you a Suns fan? Uh, Yeah. All right. Doesn't sound too confident. Sounded partially confident. I'll go with it. I want you to name five All sons, right. past, present, doesn't matter what era, who wore a single number on their jersey. Oh, go. Damn. God damn. Yeah. Uh, Nash, uh, um, Shaq, uh, Barkley. No. Uh, no. No. I don't know. He's just naming sons. Yeah. sons. That's yeah. pretty good, though. You name a few <laughs> sons. Nash was, Nash was a bigger number than that. Remember, what is Steve Nash's number? No, maybe he was a son. Was, was it he, nine? No. I th- KJ was KJ was seven. seven. Booker's one. Uh, Marley was, yeah, was thirteen. 13. I was going to say fifteen. Marley was nine. Marley was nine. You're going to go back to the old days. Walter Davis number six. Got a couple of guys out there. It's not as easy as it that's looks. Brutal. That's a tough one. I was going to say Jason Kidd, but he went to thirty-two when he came here. Yep. Is he number five? Yeah, he's five. Oh, yeah, yeah. everywhere else. That's something that dumb people like me have in their heads for no reason whatsoever. The Hornacek was 14. Tom Chambers, 24. I don't remember that team. Don't think they had any guys. Uh, Did the big O was zero, wasn't he, Oliver? I, I think that's right. What about Danny Ainge? The O. Danny Ainge was 44. That's a good one. That's a good game for later. Stump me with a number. 
I'm pretty good at that. But not great. I don't know if I'm good enough to, to clear the decks. We'd give away all our prizes. All right, let's try another one. See all what right. else you got out there. Uh, let's go Keep for it. Brody. Brody, are you there? Uh, yes, this is me. All right, Brody, turn your radio down. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. I want you to have five foods that start with the letter S. Go. And start with the letter S? S. Sausage, steak, uh, salami, sweet bread, salmon, and shrimp. That's exactly oh, right. And six. he was throwing an yes. extra one for no reason at all. We've got our Bonus first one. round. That's how easy it is. Hold on, Brody. See? Man. Brody hammered that and threw in an extra. Nice job, Brody. All right, let's try another one. Now we're on a roll. All right. Uh, Ronnie, are you there? Nope. Nope. I'll try wireless. Uh, wireless caller, are you there? Yes. All right, what is your name? Michael. Michael. All right, here we go. Uh, let me try this one out. Uh, five. Okay, this is a tough one. The guys in the room had trouble with this. Five movies that have of, O-F, in the title. Five movies with of okay. in the title. Ready? Go. Yep. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, um, <laughs> I had another one in there, but I lost it. It's man. gone. Oh, my God. Brutal. That one is tough. It doesn't have to be. It's just the of right <laughs> yeah. off the bat. Yeah. You think it has yeah. to start, or it's right. the second. It doesn't have to start with of. No, it's just in there. There are a lot less Avengers Mohicans. I'll give you a hint on that. Let's try another one. All right, JD. Hey, you got that one in there, then. Uh, JD, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, let's have you try that one. Without the Lord of the Rings, five movies that have of in the title. O-F. Of in the title. Here we go. And go. Um, breaking of Dawn. Uh, what is that? I don't know. Oh man, I I don't know. I don't know. What's Breaking of Dawn? I don't know. I think Break of Dawn. Maybe that was a Twilight or something. I'll give it to him. Right. Hey, hey, look, I you know, Twinks have movies too. That's how they <laughs> yeah. can they can throw out their. It was answers. something like that. <laughs> I think it was just called Breaking Dawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they can. Hey, Brad, don't laugh. Too. They have movies. <laughs> And they're entitled to those well, movies. Do. Don't be a any. jerk. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's see. Uh, of Brokeback yeah, Mountain. Yeah. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Here, C. Ciorio, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, what's your name? Chris. Chris, here we go, Chris. Good luck to you, all right? All right. I want five famous people who you know by only one name. Go. Sing, share, Prince, Bono, uh, shit. No! That's, <laughs> unfortunately, no. there's nobody named that last word you I said. I thought he had that. Yeah. He had he had four with three seconds to go. Oh, that's a tough one. All right, try again. I, I don't know why I Would like you. Would you take him, uh, Sting the Wrestler and Sting sure. the Sure, Sting, Sting. Yeah. Now it's too late for that. Wells Fargo, are you there? I am. All right, what's your name? Chris. All right, another Chris. Is everyone named Chris or the same guy? Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, all right, five famous movie characters from space. Go. Uh, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda. Um, Stay on target. Oh, my gosh. Ah! Oh, you were on it. All you do is have two more Star Wars people. I know. And the argument of anyone. No. 
Wow. On Earth. Wow. We're, we're all in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. I want to try another one. I all right. Get hello, you. Get, uh, hello, you. Who's this? Victor. Victor? Yes. All right. Victor, get off your uh, your speakerphone for me. All right. I'm off. All right. Here we go. Your phone just stinks. That's all then. All right. Here we go. Victor, I want you to have... Score. Uh... It, real fake cartoon doesn't really matter. Five famous people named George. Go. Five people named George. Uh, George Clooney. Uh, George the Monkey. <laughs> George the Monkey is not unacceptable. I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Most of our games end when the answer is George the Monkey. We, we know we've exhausted your brains at that point. <laughs> Brett, you try it. All we've right. tested it. What is it? Five movies that have of in the title go. Uh, Return of the Jedi, Of Mice and Men, Dawn of the Dead, uh, Return of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. Oh, all right. Time was up. But that's a good one. Nice job. Ooh, that's crazy. Brady, five child stars who died young go. John Bonet, uh, Lindbergh Baby. That's good. Um, uh, Darla from uh, Little Rascals. I'll give it to you. There's uh, a few more in there. I don't remember. Right Did Buckwheat off. die early? <laughs> I don't know. Buckwheat went on. Did well, he? Nobody knew, and then all of a sudden Buckwheat showed up in like the early 2000s, and I'm the real Buckwheat. And then another guy showed up and said, no, I am. So nobody even knew if he was dead. Oh. He just showed up again. It was the one dude uh, with the hair that Alfalfa. He shot himself, right? No, I think Alfalfa died in a bar fight. Is that what it is? Yeah, he got stabbed in a bar fight. If I remember, Alfalfa needed more dead kids. Yeah, yeah there's not. I've been anymore. saying Famous, that for years. The kid from uh, Poltergeist. Both oh, of the kids. Yeah, as a the kid from Poltergeist. Yeah. I mean, I'd have accepted those answers. Yeah, kid from Poltergeist. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I'm just, I'm blanking them. Tracy Gold. Did she die? I thought she was alive. She's alive. Oh, she's alive. I'm thinking of Dana Plato. Dana Plato. And she died young enough. Yeah, she was she a child. She died. Actually, she was probably in her late 30s when she croaked. Was she that old? Probably. That's right. Just a child actor. Yeah. Five movies with Michael B. Jordan in them. Go. Wakanda. Uh, Is that? Uh, Creed. Creed 1. Creed 2. Creed 3. <laughs> That's four. And um, uh, return to Wakanda. <laughs> you were looking for Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther. You kept calling it Wakanda. <laughs> That's right. I gave it to you. Crack ass, crack ass. That was a cracker answer. <laughs> Wakanda with the blacks. Uh, then the other one, the second return to Wakanda. In the hot seat, you panic. <laughs> Winnicanetta. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, nice try. Uh, it's 9.15. We, we got, got a one. winner. Yeah. We got a guy. Brody won. That was a good one. He's going to get his choice of Disturbed Tickets or the Renaissance Festival. Uh, so we'll see him at the show. Uh, it's 9.16. There you go. That is 5 and 10. You did very well. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Brady, uh, we hasten to say it, but you are in charge again of Rock Wars. Is God he? damn it. Are we sure? He did yeah, win. he did yeah. win. Double check. Four in a row. 
He's got uh, a burner phone. That's how he's getting those text messages. Do you have a topic, or should we? I'm working on it. Oh, God. Worst words ever. Well, I had one idea. See if you like this one. All right. Spring training started. Right. Um, a new walk-up song suggested for, for some of these players that might make it. Oh, no. That's, now, that's keep thinking. 7,000 players here. <laughs> I'm going to pick a player that might make it. Well, or someone that's it's not well thought out. On the don't defend on it. the squad. Keep thinking. Give him a new walk-up song. No, should you pick a guy? No, that's silly. Because we could all be good at it. All yeah. three of us. It wouldn't be a good. It's not a. You're not battling the music. You're battling the guy. Then you're battling all right, teams all right, too. All How right. many years have you played the game? All right, come up with something. It's been else. a while. Go talk to Toledo and see if you guys can put it together. Rock <sighs> uh, See, this is what happens when you guys let him win. Well, they're all going against you because they want you to go to this stuff. I know. This, this, it's a struggle. And, hey, look. Again, if Brett wins, I still have to go to Kirby's stuff. I'd still yeah. be a loser. So the only thing you're doing is keeping me uh, from enjoying this game. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. What are you looking at? Oh, he's he's trying to find this something. Is, this, is, this is the mad scramble of Wednesday. You've known you were going to win for a week. You've known it. You've had a topic coming for a week. You're right. It is my topic. And, I will uh, say this. I know. And it's, well, don't I'm start gonna, in with I'm how gonna, uh, defensive you are about your topics. Because you don't care until like two minutes before you have a topic. I will give you this. Oh, Watch this. Planned Parenthood is offered. This is a big thing while Brady surfs through his stuff. Planned Parenthood offering vasectomy starting Wednesday. That's huge. I still recommend Dr. Lynn. Though. I go to Dr. Lynn beforehand, Absolutely. too. But if you're looking for, you know, the cheap and easy, you get a, you know, a saltine and a, a Coke Zero, maybe. I don't know what they give the guys after they fiddle around down there like they do the ladies, a graham cracker and a Sprite. There you go. And don't you dare say a theme song for vasectomies. Cause nope. That, all right. It's uh, what's playing in the waiting room. Of vasectomies at, yeah. at Planned Parenthood? Yeah. All right. Eh? See? I guess. What you have to do is spark him. And then he's very suggestible. So the last thing you talked about, he'll come up with a topic for. So that's not. We'll have to go with that since we're running out of time. A song that they can play now at Planned Parenthood. Now that they can't carve out babies, they can preemptive strike by chopping the, you know, the tubes that carry the baby seed right in there. And burn those up, put them on the side. Discount vasectomies. Highly recommend Dr. Lynn. That's a professional operation. But Planned Parenthood needs something to do. We all speak from experience, yeah. too. Well, two of us. They're taking away the right to dicing out kids. And they're like, well, what are we going to do with all this stuff and all these buildings and these beds? Put dudes in them. And then we won't even have to worry about abortions if enough guys get uh, soldered down. <laughs> Theme song for Planned Parenthood's waiting room. Now that they offer up vasectomies. I like it. Uh, it's 928. If you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Uh, Brady, on your phone, we're going to start asking you to schedule uh, Rock Wars wins. So when you wake up in the morning, there's a little alert that says, don't forget. Or we're going to actually go the old school route and tie something around a finger. <laughs> uh, if you want to text over 97936, your suggestion, or Facebook or whatever else, uh, fire them over there. We'll find our uh, selections next. Rock Wars coming up. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Sorry. We're giggling at ourselves. A lot of good choices here for the uh, the last second announcement that starting today, Planned Parenthood will give you a vasectomy. As of yesterday, they're like, well, I, I'm, no, we can't do it. All right, tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. 
It's like, you know, Chick-fil-A running out of chicken. We'll get the nuggets again tomorrow. I'll come back tomorrow. But they'll do a vasectomy for you because they can't suck out babies anymore. And boy, they used to be able to. Not so much. Uh, so many choices, though. And Brady's decided that this week's topic is Brady's a four-time in a row, a full month of Rock Wars wins for Brady. In the 15 or so years we've done it's this, I don't, think, I don't think he's ever put four in a row together. He's never had a month load by March. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you heard me. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at uh, Mo Money Pond. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Again, you guys keep sponsoring Brady's wins. We have to do it short or long-term collateral loans. $10 to 100000 or more. No credit needed and top dollar paid. The entire process just taking several, several minutes. minutes. That's it. Did you make a deal with Mo Money Pond to cover your yeah. winnings ah, here? MoMoneyPond.com in cahoots. Ah. The sponsor is paying in cahoots. Uh, all right, Brady, who would you like to go first? Brett. Go all right. I'm going more along the lines of... What I was thinking the day that I went and seen Dr. Lynn, that glorious day while you three were still on the air, and I thought of... <laughs> Can I ask you a question? What? Uh-oh. Do you know about the word saw? Saw what? <laughs> Every time, I, saw. I love when he says it. It's so tight. Hey, the day I seen him. Yeah. And I just think it's just great. I ain't saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the day it. I saw Dr. Lynn. No. The day I seen I'm him. Sure, I seen the and guy. For some reason, what I are you, him. Webster Marion? Now, what is this? Come on, wow. it's my story. Webster Marion. His ignorance makes me laugh. I love it. I don't know why that one's been. I've heard it twice today. It made me giggle both times. I'm like, he doesn't say saw ever. No, hey, I seen this guy. Hey, you know, what are you, Webster Papadopoulos? What are you, Emmanuel Lewis? Now, correcting my English all the time. You put the dick in dictionary. They're words, Stegosaurus. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. So I, I just think of the time I went to see Dr. Lynn. Oh. And it was a great day in my life. Yeah. And it was a very freeing moment. And you guys were on the air. And I just thought of the Michael McDonald Quartet singing Sweet Freedom. Oh. There's something else horrible brewing with that. I just want to say I was along. pulling my cheeks while yeah. he was pulling on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of skin getting stretched out there. sets of cheeks. <laughs> I seen him do it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. I like that one, Brett. Good one. Uh, Brett, uh, Brett, you yeah, go ahead, John. Go next. Well, Planned Parenthood, it's a frenzy over there. there you, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't have this. You can't give out Sprite and graham crackers anymore. Now you can chop up nuts. Now you can do this. They don't know what is coming, uh, literally. And uh, and I think they're in a frantic mode, so they wouldn't have time really. So I thought maybe this is it by Kenny Loggins, Carol King's good "It's one, Too Late one. Baby," one of those. But I think they just go to one of their standby songs for their uh, hold music or their lobby music, which is "Vulva Kill the Baby." <laughs> it's exactly guys would be happy in the uh, in the waiting room. Solve my problems. Solve my problems. Kill the baby. It's the Planned Parenthood uh, marketing plan of 2023. My uterus. My uterus. Did Marcus text you? No. I actually searched kill the baby and this came up. <laughs> so yeah, I was going to go with I kill children from the dead Kennedys, Good but one. I was yeah. thinking, you know, I'm just, no, nah, it's You do. Freeing, it's, a, it's a preemptive strike, yeah. but I understand your myth. Yeah, kill the baby by Volva. Brady? 
Go ahead. I went with a little calmer version. Of uh, Kill the Baby? Of, no. The acoustic? No, I don't think there is. <laughs> I couldn't find it. version. Unplugged. <laughs> but the activity that's happening at the Planned Parenthood, I think they'll enjoy in the, sitting in the waiting room and listening to Tears for Fears, sowing the seeds of love. Oh, God. It's actually not what they're doing. So. Sure, they are. they're sowing it up. Not actually spreading out there. They open the bag up, clip, sew it back up. If he wins, I swear to God. I predicted before this game is over. We, yeah. we cancel the game for the rest of the year if this wins. He wins. Vote strong, run. people. The vote strong. The game is rigged. If they played this inside, it's just because it got the word seed in it. All right. Will it be Sowing the Seeds of Love by Tears for Fears? <laughs> Kill the baby. Seriousness, because he's won three weeks in a row. Yeah, I know. four. Well, four. the first one was his birthday. It's a gimme. That's it's a, a win. Four wins a win. He's won uh, three. All right, you got a good point that he's efforted three and gift, <laughs> gifted one, but it's still it fell in the realm of four in a row. It's crap. Uh, he's got a Demar Hamlin week in there where they just <laughs> <laughs> they gave him one. Uh, will it be a Kill the Baby by Volva, or will it be Brett's song uh, Sweet Freedom by Michael McDonald? Who will win in today's uh, roster? You can vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936 uh, or Facebook. We'll just keep it right there. We'll have a quick one there. Uh, and then John Gordon will probably end up getting picked by himself anyway. Or last call, 585 We can do that. We know that won't shut her down. Uh, who wins? A best theme song for pri- Planned Parenthood's new plan of vasectomy starting today. It's 98. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. All right, there you go. It is uh, right in the center of Rock Wars. You can find out who wins this week as Planned Parenthood has decided it has vasectomy uh, opportunities now. So if you're looking to get chopped up and you don't want to spend any money, I don't know if it's free. I don't know how they offer that at abortion clinics. They're 400 bucks for an abortion or so about thereabouts, right? I think it should be a service. I'm all, you know what? And now this, now the argument that ladies are like, this should be covered by government health care. I agree now that there's vasectomies. Because <laughs> re- vasectomies are responsible. Abortions are irresponsible. Very true. I'm right. It's not a punch. That's a fact. You've already done the dumb thing, and now you have to rectify it. So you're you're fixing well, vasectomies are definitely proactive instead of reactive. very yeah yeah. It, yeah and the other ones aren't. So you've made a mistake, and now you're trying to correct a wrong with another wrong. That's abortion. <laughs> vasectomy is making sure that you don't have to put a woman through that. Ooh, chomp chomp on my graham crackers. That way, yeah, you can enjoy your sprite and your graham crackers without that horrible first twenty minutes. <laughs> I had I had honey grams last night. They're fantastic. And you know what I didn't have to do before? <laughs> All I had to do was, quote, open the box and reach in. Anyway, uh, theme for uh, what's going on over at Planned Parenthood. Brady chose sowing the seeds of love. Somebody for, I'll read it in a second, uh, by Tears for Fears. I chose Volva's Kill the Baby. And Brett, uh, Brett chose Sweet Freedom by uh, Michael McDonald. The great Michael McDonald. And Brett, you and I are in a battle. I'm waiting yeah. for the last. It says, John and Brett have solid entries. I still don't know what Chunks is doing, but Michael McDonald's, <laughs> he's just always going to win. I'm giving it to the greasy Italian. That's you. All right. Okay. So now it's ten or it's 9 to 9. Chad McDonald says, I think Brady is emptying the garage of his barbecue sauce to sway the vote each week. Tell him I'm still waiting for my bottles. He'll get my vote. But until then, Tolmberg. Ten to nothing. Justin, 
I vote for Bert. Damn it. 10 to 10. Uh, this one says, uh, doesn't matter what's being played in the waiting room for Brady because all he hears is Valdery, Valdera. Brett, <laughs> I bet you were pulling your cheeks the whole time. I love it. John, I have enough feminism, feminism, feminism in my life. I can't even say it. I'm so, I'll against, help you. I'm so against it. I can't even say it. Uh, I was amazed Brady was able to find a rock bottom today, and he did it. Rock bottom wars with Brady Bogan. <laughs> Given all the choices, uh, my handgun gun seems to be way out uh, without any suffering. So I'm going to go with Bird on this one. Damn it. 11 to 10. Oh, wait. That's 11 11. Uh, this guy says, does your fat little girlfriend know the difference between so and so? S-O-W-S-E-W. For crying out loud with this guy. <laughs> He's just mad at you for the spelling. You didn't even do it that wrong. Brady, you're quite literally no longer sowing the seed after a vasectomy. You can't do it. Uh, how have you found a success in an industry that demands a strong command over the English language? It's beyond all of us. That being said, John, have fun cheering on the big boat shoes Kerbaderbs and the rest of her team <laughs> uh, that will only see fame by smuggling drugs into foreign countries because I'm voting for Brady. God <laughs> damn you. Yes. Jerk. Uh, if Brady wins, this game is rigged worse than the election of uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> Voting for the guinea. That's 12 to 11. Son of a... This is tight. I gotta get one more. Hey, it's Michael McDonald. Nothing wrong with that either. Uh-oh, it's Brady. No. Brett, I can't stand hearing uh, the boys sing this song. It drives me nuts when you guys do that. John, solid pick. I'd love to hear that in a Planned Parenthood. Brady, how in the living hell have you won for a month? <laughs> John gets this one hands down. It's 12 to 12. My God, Brett. We got him here in the info box, though, too, but you ain't going to like the results. Is it all you? Uh, one's for Brady. Okay. One's for Brady. I'll write it down. My vote is for Brett. I hope you all sing along. <laughs> got to win by two? Yeah, and I got one more left. Let me see if I got one I haven't read yet. Uh, Shane wrote, if Brady wins, this game is rigged worse than the election. <laughs> he already wrote to me. Yeah. That guy's already so angry. Right, we'll go. We'll just keep it up. What do you got over on your thing? Uh, it's a clean sweep on Facebook for Brady. Like, uh, like this is yes. this is no, it's right. yeah, it's, is banned. That's what I'm saying. You you added it in this time. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you right now. No uh, however, on tears text fears. On text, his pudgy fingers and his minions aren't in. Brett's got the lead right now on text. Okay. Wake up, America! <laughs> Thanks, Lightfoot. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, John Gordon, what do we get, four? Five. Five. John Gordon picking number one through five. Number one. Number one. Final call. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, Christ, let's see who lives. this is. Right, five, eight, five, nine, eight, hundred. We'll find out. I got out one. If this person Are is... Are you ready? I'm ready. There's a bunch of them. Go ahead. Can't be a woman. Hi there. Who's this? I know. Hey, this is Brian. Brian, you got to vote for Rock Horse for us. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Brady. Oh, yes! my goodness! This is absolute torture. Do you believe in miracles? Why? You're the one. I hung up on him. Oh, good. You're the one that put it up there. You should have known better. <laughs> Spectacular. But Final Call is always part of it. It's his fault for picking Final Call. No, it's your fault no. for including it. It's your fault. <laughs> Shut up. I've seen it. I say we take next week off. There's no game next week. <laughs> no, Tim, it's right. just You're, JG next, yeah. next week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. After. Thank God. No, next week's the last week before vacation. We're on, and then vacation's yeah. next All right, week. Then we're taking next week off for that, too. <laughs> we're, we're, take, we're not look. taking new... We're out. No, this is done. Taking two weeks out to reset. New contract. I'm getting Wednesdays off. <laughs> yeah. This is a joke. You're a joke. You're a goddamn joke. Play during Larry's well, show. Of course so I'm playing it during Larry's show. Crying out loud. Play it, Stephen. That's right. We're playing it 
during Larry's show. Is Stephen one of the members of Holmberg? Oh, that guy. Okay. I see what you did. <laughs> I dig it. All right. Anyway, congratulations, champ. That's five. Anywho. This guy's running away with it, Brett. Somebody says, why the F does it matter? We're going to get to December and John's going to have like 19 vote possibilities. And he can win that win. too. And he has done and that he too. has done that. Yeah, you guys act like that's to rig it for me. It's not been the case. I don't know if we should keep playing this game because you guys are getting so worked up. Brad, let's stop. No, I'm just worried about it. Yeah, he's right. Sure, Brad's right. That's good. good. Yeah, Brady nailed it. Yeah, I'm, I agree. We'll come up with something else on Wednesdays. Brady can't play. Take off, Rudolph. We don't want you playing our games anymore. All right, all right. All right, all right. Nobody's allowed to play with Brady anymore. He's not allowed to play any more Wednesday games. Son of a bitch. And now I'm getting these. Oh, I don't want Brady's song, but for comedic value, I vote Brady. And they include in their email. It's all right. You guys have to listen to it. That's right. So the seeds are late. No, they, actually, they don't. That's the worst part. There are now Larry's going to cry. Well, don't tell him to leave. Oh, there's plenty of options better than that. Now they're going to listen to Mo. <laughs> right. They'll be back. They'll come right Said back. Said no one ever except on Wednesdays. <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> Wednesdays around 10. It's time to go, and it's not Larry's fault. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, we talked about it yesterday, and I got a bunch of emails already going, well, my parents can go to this? Yes, anybody can go to this. This is the thing that uh, any everybody who's out and about in public should have something in their back pocket to say what happens if some lunatic uh, bothers them. Your parents especially. This uh, accidental invention of the silver sheepdog. Uh, is kind of a cool thing. So if you can get your parents involved in this and, you know, capable, able-bodied people that are out and about doing things during the day. Not all of our parents are in their 90s. My dad's 75. He's totally healthy. My mom's in her early 70s, totally healthy. But maybe not capable of handling someone goofy coming at them just because they don't know what to do. They can take and very precisely teach your parents, here's how you're not a victim. Give you some confidence. I'm not sure. I think my dad's got too much confidence. That's another thing. And my dad thinks he's 22. We had that incident downtown with that weirdo. And my dad almost fought because my dad just wouldn't back up. I'm like, Dad, this isn't, what are you doing? Oh, you're right. That was stupid. I'm like, yeah. And sometimes you bow up thinking you're more capable than you are. Teach a de-escalation, de-escalation and all sorts of things that uh, your parents might do. I know I've met a lot of old guys that will drop their hands and ready to fight. And they probably shouldn't. They're not trained for it. They just think in their heads, I got nothing to lose here. Teach them that they got a whole bunch to lose and how to defend it. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Plus the people they care about. You never know when your dad's with your mom. Your mom's having a tough go. You know, maybe she's a little older, a little more uh, fragile. Uh, Silver Sheepdog. How about it? Bring your folks up there and bring yourself up there. Get over. It's reactdefense.com. For anybody, the crawl, walk, run program works. Doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in. They'll get you going. Uh, I got the gun safety thing, too. I talked to my shoulder doctor yesterday. He's going to go to that. In April, which is outstanding. Uh, it's April 21st. You can get on that thing. Hop on. Learn something. Be better at being you. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It's reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Savannah Guthrie was rushed off the set of the Today Show yesterday. COVID, right? Yeah. They're still doing that. I mean, it, she was on there. They tested her. She didn't feel well. They tested her real quick. Positive. Get her off the set. There's another thing going on on the Today Show right now that Hoda Kotb just isn't showing up. Missing since February 17th. 17th. Yeah, it was her last show. And they won't say that she's not there. They won't say she's on vacation. They just say this is somebody in her place or somebody filling in. Yeah. But they're not saying where Hoda went. And is she missing? 
Don't know. Did she quit? Mystery. Is it a f- horrible? Pro- because if it was a personal problem, they would be so fast to say, Hoda had something horrible go wrong. It's a personal issue. When she comes back, when she's ready, we're here for her, but we're thinking about you. That would be the standard line. But they haven't said anything. So there's an internal drama going on over there. Maybe she slept with that guy from Good Morning America that wouldn't stop hosing everybody. That, you know, the JP and oh, yeah. the, the Amy. And they're fired. Nobody's hired them yet, which is, again, the plan we had months ago to say hire this these infidels and get them on a morning show and meet it. Put them on KDKB. That's Amy Rohrbach and that other dude. I heard they're going to do their own little uh, platform. That's smart. People will listen. But somebody blew it. Somebody really blew it. And their name is KDKB because you could have put them in the morning over there and had I would have listened to that just for the first couple weeks. And then watch that guy hose all of our sales ladies and Mo and Izzy and Brady and whoever else he felt oh. like. That guy, oh, that dude hosed. Going to convert? It doesn't matter. He hosed everybody at Good Morning America. <laughs> it's, it's a story I want to hear. Brendan Fraser was on the Kelly Clarkson show yesterday. Uh, the whale? Promoting the whale. Oh, I, t- I was talking about Kelly. Yeah. And talking about the whale. <laughs> they talked about her? They were chewing the fat. Anyway, um... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Just let my joke land. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but he talked about oh. when they were filming The Mummy, one scene, he was uh, had a rope around his neck, and uh, it actually choked him out. Oh, wow. And the stunt coordinator at the time says, well, congratulations, you're in uh, the same group as Mel Gibson, because Mel got choked out in Braveheart yeah. accidentally. Great story. Brandon. Gordon Ramsay uh, did one of those uh, 24 hours to hell and back. This was a couple of years ago at this guy's restaurant. And um, it was called the Brownstone Bistro in L.A. After he did the uh, restaurant rehab and got the guy set up, the guy the restaurant didn't make it. The right. guy's homeless now. And someone set up a GoFundMe page, and it's raised over uh, $41,000. Really? Yeah. Where's your money, Brady? You've, you've opened a failed restaurant. Well, you get paid for that now? I know he's homeless and that's sad and all that, but that's part of opening yeah. restaurants. You'd know better than anybody that that's not an easy business to... A lot of times you're going to end up homeless if you don't have a, a plan. Yeah, if it's running you down that much, you might want to, I don't know, change, Think about change jobs. If you had Porkopolis and only Porkopolis, that would have beat you up pretty bad. Yeah, but I'd find something else to exactly. do. Exactly. You have to have a plan. But if you didn't, there's a good chance you'd have been homeless. Yeah. No. I'm, no. <laughs> you don't think you'd have just No. I good. got frat brothers. I'm good, bro. Yeah. Poor Ronnie would have been homeless. That would have been <laughs> yeah. sad. We'll move in with Dr. Teeth. I don't, <laughs> yes. He owes. Dr. Teeth. His back door's always open. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> to his house. Tom Brady is in talks with Netflix about doing a roast, the greatest roast of all time. The groat? I guess so. Vin Diesel. Vanessa Bryant there. settled her <laughs> claims against the Los Angeles County. $29 million. That's just for the kid. That was for the daughter, wasn't it? Or was that for the whole shebang? No, I think that's the whole thing. I think she got $15 million on one and then... Wow. I thought it was just for her daughter that she got the 28. It was for posting the uh, pictures. Oh, oh, that's different than the the wrongful death suit. I don't know if she got, did she get money for the wrongful death thing yet? I think she Maybe there's an additional 15 million from that. It would be more than 15 million because Kirby, 
So maybe uh, they have one to go. Kobe's earning power was a hell of a lot more than $15 million. And so if it's wrongful death, you're taking away his potential earnings. That's what they'd owe. I was going to say, Machado would be better than that. Yeah, you'd get, you'd get hundreds of millions if they find that there was wrongful death. And they had that pilot, remember, in the company. It shouldn't have been flying yeah. that day. So they took the basic argument is that you take a guy away who shouldn't have died because of someone else's negligence, and then you add in what they could have made over the next few years. Kobe was a lot more than 15. Do you see what Ozzy said? Ozzy Osbourne said the, the media exaggerated his tour cancellation announcement. It was his announcement. Goes, I'm not effing dying. But he says if he gets permission from his doctor to tour, he'll Don't do it. do it. Stop. You, Dr. Sharon. How did the media exaggerate your tweet of, I can't go on? Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do it anymore. I've been told I can't do it. This is it, friends. I can't move around. I can't walk. Anyway, don't twist my words. I will tour again. The guy can't stop. He's touring. John G. came in this morning. He's like, did you see that Kiss is done in December? Yeah, I'll believe that when they're in a box. <laughs> right. They've been done for 20 years. And even then, they're going to tour the box. Come see Kiss. And you can buy it for $8,000. I think on Costco, you can get the Kiss casket. You've seen Kiss live. Now see us dead. The tour of dead Kiss. As our music plays in the background around up, people. our coffins. As Paul shouts like an old Jewish woman at the crowd for you to listen to our dead bodies. Gene's only question, how much money can we make? $85 a ticket is how much we'll charge for Kiss Dead. No longer Kiss Live. The worst stage show of all time since Kiss Live. It was, that is, I don't know what I would go see again. Buffett or Kiss. Oh, That's Kiss. how bad Kiss, Kiss was. Kiss and a Heartbeat. Wait a minute. You've seen Buffett? I thought oh, yeah. you shied away from no, that. No, I got drugged to that by a friend of mine a long Kiss time. Kiss and a Heartbeat. I'll tell you right now, the last Kiss show I went to was campier and worse than the Jimmy Buffett show. I'm not saying that's how they've but always been. When was the last been? time you seen Buffett? Uh, it was 2000, 2000. I'll see. So he's had time to get campier. True. A lot more Tommy Bahama in his closet. It that's would be true. a tough ticket for me to choose. I'm telling you. Is going to Planned Parenthood uh, an option? What? I'd rather get snipped again. <laughs> I get one of my notes. Yeah, can you re-snip this again? I'm removed by a vacuum? <laughs> Ooh, that is a tough one. I've seen them both three times. Yeah, who gets Buffett. the fourth time? And you're Kiss. going with the fun. You're going Buffett. You're a Buffett guy. Uh, he'd go with Kiss because Ronnie'd make him go to Kiss. Mm. No, he'd go to he'd go to Buffett because he might get chatty with the guy next to him and end up with a free round of golf. Yep, <laughs> that's a good point. You're not going to meet any free What's rounds of golf. Over. How you doing there? What What are you CEO of? <laughs> I met him, and all of a sudden he gave me tickets to golf. Doctor Butt, <laughs> <laughs> Mister <laughs> Man, <laughs> Doctor Jellyfinger, I call him. <laughs> He's a proctologist. You heard me. You heard it. Where'd you get the parrot hat? That's funny. Let me smell your fingers. My wife will lose it. Uh, It's 10.09. Larry's coming up next uh, with a little bit of Tears for Fears for you before he gets into the good stuff. John, that's up to you. As you puppet Larry's show, you can get rid of it or go. Uh, Wednesday's already gone. KD night. Good luck, sons. I hope my dreams don't come true. And KD stays upright the entire game. I'm so worried that I had some sort of a... Puts up 45. Miss Cleo moment. I'll be happy with his averages. Give me 29. Give me 9. I'm fine. And keep Booker at 27. That team's not... It's going to be tough to defend, especially the Hornets, who don't have ball tonight. The CLT in action tonight. KD.
ready to go. Uh, we're done. Larry's next. You guys have yourselves a grand Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.